Attention listeners, the Mfab podcast features adult language and numerous spoilers. Listener discretion advised. This week on the Mfab podcast, we steal a bunch of shit with the Oceans trilogy. So sit back and enjoy our third trilogy spectacular. Woohoo! What's up everybody? Welcome back to another great episode of the Movies for Me to Be podcast, M-Fab. but it's known as the Mfab podcast. As always, I am one of your co-hosts, Aaron, and I'm the other co-host, Gavin. Ah, awesome. There's two of us. Yeah. Co-hosts. Yeah. That's how we do this. Yeah. That's, uh, that's good. Awesome. It's not just one asshole talking, it's two. <laughs> it's two. Um, and today is episode 30. Which you know what that means. It's time for another Trilogy Spectacular! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> um, trilogy this time of my choosing. We did Gavin's choosing last time, so. Yep. Um, so this isn't my fault, folks. Yeah. I kind of sort of regretted picking these ones. Just seemed like something good to do, but um, we're talking heists. I love a good heist movie. If so. you couldn't tell with all the Fast and Furious stuff. Yeah. This uh, is another heist movie. And we did, what, The Italian Job, and I'm pretty sure there was another heist ones we did oh, in yeah, there somewhere. I'm pretty sure there's so. like a million heist movies. Yeah. So, today's trilogy is, I guess, the best way to describe it as the Oceans trilogy. Oceans 11, 12, and 13. Yep. Because they started on 11. Yep. Makes sense, right? And since they're, aren't they talking about Oceans 8 right now? Are they? With an all-female cast. Oh, yeah. The, I saw there is a movie called Oceans 8 with Dakota Fanning. I have no idea what it's about. Really? Yep. Typing Oceans into IMDb, Oceans 8 comes up. Yeah, that sounds horrifying. No idea what it's about. So, Unless that is the one. And It'd Dakota Fanning's supposed one. to be part of it. Maybe it is. I don't know. Yeah. Probably. Could be. I don't know. It's going to be horrible yeah. from what I get. <laughs> Probably. Who knows? Yeah. So, um, so yeah, let's uh, just start it off here with Ocean's Eleven. Oh, we're starting with Eleven? Yeah. Oh, man. I thought we were going to start We just skipped with right over one through ten. Those are the best right ones, to too. I know, right? I mean, so much crazy shit happens, <laughs> and then ten hits, and <laughs> starts to slow down, and then Eleven, and... It's like, what? All right. So, yeah. Ocean's Eleven from 2001, directed by Steven Soderbergh. Um, starring George Clooney, Brad Pitt, Julia Roberts, and there's literally a gangbuster of a other big stars. Yeah, of stars. Um, Bernie Mac, R.I.P. Yep, Bernie Mac. Um, Andy Garcia, Matt Damon's in it. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Don Cheadle. There's this. I mean, we'll obviously get to him when we get there. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, we will hop right into this. So, opening scene. We meet George Clooney. Danny Ocean. Danny Ocean. Actually. Um, he is getting released from prison in New Jersey. Oh, right here, I <clears throat> I had this thought right when I was watching this scene because I watched all three of these today, and my mind is just all oceans right now. Yeah. But when he's talking to the parole board, mm-hmm. right? And they're like, How, "What are you gonna do when you get out?" And then they flash to the actual story. Yeah. I just wanted to assume that everything from beyond that point was just a fever dream. Oh, all three movies. Yep, just everything just sitting there, and he's like, and like the end of Ocean's Thirteen, he's just yeah. like, well, probably not much. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I wanted. Oh to my happen. god, that would have been so great. <laughs> I forgot about that. Every hour on the hour. Every hour on Big the ben hour. Big over there. Yep. So he uh, gets released, and he's. I'm assuming he's in Atlantic City. I think we see the picture of the board, a shot of the boardwalk. Yeah, I wasn't sure where that was. Yeah. Um. 
but he goes over to this casino where he meets uh, one of his buddies, Ramon. Ramon. A.K.A. Frank. A.K.A. Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac. Yeah. Um, the B-Mac. Share a little few words, and then we cut straight out to Hollywood. Ooh, I wrote down, uh, you Trump Plaza. Yeah. He was on the phone. Yeah. They make, like, a big note of that. Like, he, Trump obviously probably gave some movie money to this movie. Oh, I'm sure he did. To have his name like that, yeah. Um... But we meet Rusty, Brad Pitt's character. Rusty Shackleford. Good old Rusty. <laughs> if that was his last name, that'd be so that'd awesome. Be great. Um, Pocket sand. And uh, <laughs> shisha. <laughs> um, but he's hanging out with Topher Grace. Yeah, and other celebrities. Yeah, like not just actors. Like they're actually playing themselves. Yeah. So, um, I wrote down Eric Foreman for yeah. the second time randomly in a movie. Um, but yeah, he's playing poker with these guys. He's actually teaching them how to play poker. Kind of um, half-assed teaching them. But these are like straight early 2000s celebrities. Like, none of these people are relevant now. I don't think many of them were that relevant back then. Well, yeah. Like, Topher Grace was there. Um, one of them was Joshua Jackson. Yeah. He's on the show guy. Fringe. He was in the Mighty oh, Ducks movies. that was actually a good show. Um, and then Shane West was another one. Yeah, Gavin has the whole series of Fringe over Almost. there. So. Almost. Not season five. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, Shane West was in there. He was like in... Walk to Remember, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Other movies. That's about it, so. Anyways. Anyways, he's teaching them how to play poker, and, uh, or trying to teach them. And they're just morons. Yep. And, like, uh, Topher's all like, oh, beat this, all red cards. Yep. And it's just like a shit hand for five yeah. cards done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, they're like, hey, we got a new player, and it's fucking Danny Ocean. Yeah. Clune. Yep. And he just schools them. Because yeah. Brad's trying to do... Rusty's trying to teach him how to bet and stuff. and Every time you say Rusty, I'm going to think Shackleford. Yeah, Rusty Shackleford. But yeah, he's trying to teach him how to bet, and he's saying, oh, he's obviously bluffing, so you should call his bet. So everybody like calls, and then he clearly has like four nines and an ace of diamonds yeah, high card. So. Yeah. Um, so just totally wrecks him. And then uh, obviously Danny and Rusty know each other, so they kind of leave afterwards. Yeah, they totally just screwed over all those celebrities out of their money. Yep. Sucks to be them. Yeah. That's, that's what you probably get those like D list celebrities, that's probably all the money they had to their name. Yeah, they're pretty much screwed. It's like the Macaulay Culkins. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's the only one I could think of off the top of my head. Macaulay Culkin. Corey Haim. Corey Feldman. Haim's dead, man. Come on. Oh, yeah. Sorry. RIP. Yeah. Uh, Feldman, Edward, though. Edward He's Furlong. still fair game. Edward Furlong. <laughs> or, is he, or is he just rolling in the dough? Um, I don't know. Yeah, I think he invested I'm sure wisely. He sells a lot of plasma nowadays. So. <laughs> There's a good chance he Probably. has a sweet little stack of cash. <laughs> so, yeah, they uh, go for a ride, and this is a really cool camera shot here. They just kind of put a stationary camera in the back seat of this convertible. Yeah, I really did like follow. this shot. Yeah, and they neat. tried to pull it back in 13, but it didn't work and as well. And did they do it in 12, too? I don't I remember I thought they did it in 12, very briefly, because I might have written it down. Yeah, my mind kind of turned to soup during 12. Yeah, so. we'll, we'll get to that when we get to 12, so... Um, but, uh, yeah, Danny's back, and he starts telling, uh, yeah, yo, I got a plan. We're going to rob three casinos. Yeah, they go into it real quick yep. in this one, which mm-hmm. I liked. Um, their main hit is the Bellagio. This is all taking place at the Bellagio, but only because the Mirage and the MGM Grand all, like, tunnel their money into this vault underneath the Bellagio. Yeah, which I've never heard of that before. Right, but they're all owned by this one guy, a um, guy named Terry Benedict, played by Andy Garcia. Yep, good old Terry Benedict. So... They're just starting to try and organize a plan because, you know, who hasn't tried to rob a casino in Vegas? And They go 
obviously to Vegas because that's where they need to be. Yeah. Meet up well, with. Well, they jump all around throughout this movie. Yeah. Like a lot. Yeah. They meet up with their old buddy Ruben, uh, played by Elliot Gould. Like, just old Jewish dude. Stereotypical old. Yep. Like Hollywood Jew. Tracksuit, <coughs> zipped open, hairy He's chest. He's got the star David yep. necklace. <laughs> Big oh, glasses. Oh, yeah. Um, he tells of the three most successful Las Vegas casino heists. And they're not so good. They're none of them are successful. Like the, the most successful one uh, involved it's gun a, down outside. Yeah, he actually got out of the side of the casino and then ended up getting shot. Yeah. So you don't rob big casinos in Vegas. You just don't. Yeah. Um, so they're like, okay, right, cool, it's yeah, good. Right. I guess you were right. We're wrong. And they walk off, and he's like, "Well, which ones were you gonna hit?" Just asking. I'm like, oh, the Bellagio Mirage and MGM Grand. He's like, "Those are Terry Benedicts." Hold on a minute. Yeah, because he's got a beef with him. Yep. Because, um, what, he kind of, like, muscled him out? Because Ruben was in the casino business. Yeah, hotel was. Business, until Terry kind of, like, muscled him out. And now they're going to be demolishing his casino yep. a couple months later or whatever. Yeah. So he's like, eh, let's do this. So let's get it's a like crew. I'm going to finance your whole fucking shit. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's Terry Benedict. Yeah. So they uh, meet the crew then. Yeah, this is um, our your classic meet the gang. Yep. Uh, obviously, the first guy is Frank. He's kind of the mouth. He's going to do a lot of the talking. So yeah. it's Bernie Mac. Um, next, we meet these two brothers, the Malloys, Virgil and Turk. Yeah, I just call them brothers throughout the entire yeah. series. I actually re- fin- finally got their name because they actually are in a lot of pivotal funny scenes. Yeah. So, um, Virgil is played by recent Oscar winner Casey Affleck. Oh, yeah. And uh, Turk is played by the lovable Scott Kahn, who we saw in Into the Blue. Who, did he, who was he in Into the Blue? He was the... Dumb friend of Paul Walker in that movie. Shit, I don't remember that. Oh yeah, no. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. So maybe it was Casey Affleck. I didn't remember. Did he beef up? Yeah, he beefed. He looked really scrawny in this. <laughs> yeah. He had a stupid mustache. He had this yeah. stupid porn stash throughout all three of these movies. I did I not like, recognize God. him at all. In oh, that. I know. Um, and then we have a couple other guys. Uh, Livingston. Don't know who plays him. He's, he's like just, the nerdy tech guy. Yeah, he's the electronics guy. Um, oh yeah, the uh, the brothers. They're the drivers. Yeah. So. And they're just, they argue constantly. Um, and then there's Basher, played by Don Cheadle. Whose first name is Basher. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's yeah. not a name. No. <laughs> um, and he's basically their munitions guy. Explosives, guns, whatever. Yeah. Um, but he is, why does he have to have such a thick British accent? I don't know. He don't pulls know. it off, though. He does pull it off fairly well, yeah. Um, Don Cheadle, by the way. Yep. And then there's this little Asian dude. Yen. Uh, Yen. He's their grease man. Which basically means, I think, if you need to get in a tight spot or something, yeah. he's the one to call. Um, he's an acrobat. Yep. And then there's Saul, played by, uh, who was that? Uh, Carl Reiner. Yeah. Um, he's, is he the, just the distraction guy? He's like the king of disguises. And, yeah. Improvis- so. Improvisation. Improvis- improvisation. <laughs> yeah, something like that. There's a long word there somewhere. But yeah, that's their crew, so... Just kind of a bunch of misfits. Yep, but ten of them. Is there ten of them? That's ten at that point, yeah. They don't pick up Linus till later. Oh, yeah, that's right. Don't spoil it. God. So, yeah, in the next scene, pretty much, they go to pick up Linus. <laughs> the so, 11th one. Um, uh, this, there's a, a boxing match that's going on in the background of a, a lot of this that's kind of part of the heist or what's happening during the heist, and it's yeah. between Lennox Lewis and early Vladimir Klitschko. So if you're a boxing fan, that'll really date this movie for you because Lennox yeah. Lewis has been retired for quite some time. Um, sports. Yeah. Yep, sports. Um, so yeah, like Gavin said, they need one more because this is an Ocean's 10. 
It's Ocean's, Ocean's Eleven. So they go to Gavin's favorite place in the world, Chicago. Chicago. <laughs> Get some trash people in this movie. And who do we meet there? Matt <laughs> Damon. Um, character name's Linus, obviously, played by yeah. Matt Damon. Um, and we kind of see why they want him, because he is like an expert thief. He's a thief. pickpocket. Yeah, pickpocket thief. Just sleight of hand, really good at it. Um, and he, apparently his dad was some like big time. Yeah, both of his parents were big time. Okay. Like crooks or I guess crime people. <laughs> Thieves? Felons? Yeah. Lawbreakers? Bad people. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, the crew all gets together at this house in Vegas for a meet and greet. Yep. Kind of <laughs> have uh, cocktails, little hors d'oeuvres, whatever. And they go kind of straight into discussing yeah. the yep. plot. Danny's like, "Yo, if you guys want in, follow me. If not, have a good life." Yeah. Pretty much so. Um, the way they talk, it seems impossible to do because this vault is like super secure Yeah. and you get, you know, obviously there's things that they need. So they obviously got to start getting some Intel, do some recon. They start casing all three casinos yep. at the same time, finding out everything from, they got their inside man, Frank. Yep. Who's like getting info from there and we got them walking around everywhere, like figuring out nicknames and yep. who, who goes where, when, essentially. Yeah. Um, there's a helpful stripper that gets him a security badge. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was funny when they were like, how's your mom doing? She's like, oh, why don't you just wait 10 minutes and ask her? She's on stage oh, soon. Who is it? Oh, the the Malloys, they set a distraction. Um, what'd they do? For what now? They said, I have bros set distraction. In order for, I think that's how Livingston gets into the server room. And he hooks up security cameras and stuff. There's, there's a, a lot of little shit going on Yeah, a on lot here. of stuff happens yeah. in these movies. Mm-hmm. Like, we can't pinpoint all over it, but it's just basically... The next part of these movies is just them preparing, Yeah. you know... Well, the, Livingston almost gets caught when he's yeah. breaking in there. Because mm-hmm. his nerves aren't good, but no, they need him to do some of like the most nerve-wracking shit. Because he's the electronics person, so... Yeah. Um, then they go ahead and build a replica of the vault. Yeah. Because they want to practice. Practice. Eh. And then they say something like that. So, remember yeah. that. So, um, they kind of just... Alluding to the end of the yeah, movie. Yeah, <laughs> they kind of just throw it in there and make, maybe, like, thinking maybe some people won't notice that. But uh, um, they need to get some transport. And this is where Frank comes in and just some sweet talking at the car dealership. Oh, dude, I totally wrote down, uh, hold on. Frank rolls a high intimidate check. <laughs> 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 Straight up nerd talk, that's all I was thinking. He only saves him, like, what, two grand, though? Yeah, but the way he did it. Yeah. It's like he's shaking the dude's hand and starts squeezing real hard yep. and then asking about moisturizer and shit. And yeah. the dude just, like, caves. He's like, oh, knock off 2000 Yeah, sure, let go of my hand, please. Me, get dude. the fuck off me, you weirdo. So, yeah. Um, and Saul starts getting into his character, whatever he's going to do, and this is uh, where we learn more about Benedict. He's a smart dude. Really yeah, smart dude. He's got the shit laid out. Yeah, like... The passcode through the doors like changes every twelve hours, so it's not the same one. So, um, and then we meet the museum curator. There's a museum in this casino. Yeah, because that's like every other casino they have a museum. Oh, they do. Oh yeah, of course. That's like standard. Oh, you didn't know that? No. No, dude, that's like a total. Uh, thing. You want to show me where the one where we work is? People don't need to know where we work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we obviously work in a museum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. With the um, casino below it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, duh. Yeah. Oh, how did I not notice that? 
So anyways, we meet this curator of this art museum. Who just happens to be someone that Franco or Danny Ocean knows. <laughs> Frank Ocean, the R&B singer? Is that who that is? Yeah. I'm thinking, like, I'm mixing Frank West and from Dead or, or no, from Dead <laughs> Rising. and Yeah, Frank Ocean's an R&B singer. He's got okay, a really yeah. high-pitched voice. So Sounds horrible. I don't think he could pull <laughs> off any of this shit. So. Sure he couldn't be the hype guy? Take Maybe. Max spot? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know what he's like, so. No. I'll, I'll play a song for you here. No, no, it's break, okay. So. Yeah, we'll pass on that. No, I won't. Moving on. Anyways. Anyways, this museum curator is... Uh, Danny's Danny Ocean ex-wife ex-wife yeah. Tess the and reason he went to jail essentially pretty much well yeah. she left him right when he went to jail yeah. he kind of fell apart so um played by Julia Roberts um you're like oh shit this could cause some problems or is this why Danny wants to rob these casinos yeah because she's banging Benedict now yeah pretty much so and uh he kind of surprise meets with her when she goes to dinner with uh supposed to be at dinner with benedict because he's like super punctual like he's got yeah, a, every, he's got a specific routine for everything he does yeah so like at exactly this time he's going to be here doing this and then you yeah. know for this many minutes he goes talks to this guy and then he gets a folder and then he goes to dinner and meets with tess and uh he gets <coughs> taken out of the way for just a few seconds so danny kind of swoops in and tries talking to yeah, tess Saul pulls the old uh, uh i need to talk to you about your safe Shit. Oh, yeah, that's right. Like was it I Saul need... or was it Linus? I thought it was Saul. One of them. But no, anyway. it was Saul because he was the one with the briefcase with all the shit in it. Oh, yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, he Obviously, Danny wants her back. That's basically what he tells her. And, uh, and she's not having it. Nope. And Benedict comes back and, uh, you know, says, hey, Danny, how's it going? Whatever. And basically, rubs it in his face that she's mine now whatever yeah and uh go their separate ways for a minute um and then we cut to the demolishing of the casino yeah i have basher making some shit too like oh yeah he's uh working on the jewels the jewels the jewels that they use uh, as explosives that's right yeah spoiler so a spoiler because <laughs> we don't do spoilers here right no 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 we try not to <laughs> But yeah, then we have Benedict blows up Ruben's hotel. And Ruben was there for it. Yeah, I don't know why you would be there for yeah, that. That's right. kind of like, yeah, destroy everything. I put, right. poured love and blood and sweat and tears like, into it. Hey, hey, are you watching? Are you watching? Wow, this is going to be really cool. <laughs> Boop. Oh, and they do it <laughs> Did with you the, see that? That was yours one time. Yeah, that the, was yours. They do it with the hardcore old school, like, plunger dynamite yeah. thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a cartoon. <laughs> um, so yeah. It was a very fancy plunger, though. Ah, okay. Did it have, like, jewels? It was gilded and shit. Oh, yeah, it was. Like, yeah, we're Specifically gonna... for blowing up We're Vegas only casinos. using the best dynamite to destroy your <laughs> fucking love. C4, try C5. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's a thing. I don't think so either. <laughs> Anyways, they're practicing in this replica vault in the next scene. Um, For some reason, Basher, he was trying to... St- because like, of the explosion, they fucked up on some shit underground, so the city had to work on that. Oh, yeah. So he couldn't go in and do the explosive shit he was supposed to do. Okay, so he had so to find another to way. The thing he calls a pinch. Right. But this involved him getting covered in shit. Literally. Yeah, I don't remember that. Where he come back and was telling them about the pinch and he was literally covered and they were all just like holding their noses because he was, he got covered in sewage. Yeah, I don't remember that. 
Maybe that I just passed s- on it. That was the scene when he told him about the pinch. Well, no, I remember him talking about the pinch. I just don't remember oh. him getting covered in shit. Okay, well, it was quick, but he was literally no, covered apparently. in, like, raw sewage and shit, so... But, yeah, basically, he says they need to get this pinch, which is, like, an EMP. Yeah, a giant EMP. Yep, it's literally going to knock out the entire city of Vegas' power for, like, what, 30 seconds? Yeah, I think so. Something, Something like that. that. Yeah. Um, but they need a device for it, and the only way they can get it is from this California Sciences building. So, yeah. who's it? Danny, Basher, and somebody else, and then Linus also go to get this. But they tell Linus to stay in the truck. With the two brothers. Yep. And two brothers in a van. Yep. <laughs> it's just called Two Brothers. Okay? It's your two brothers. <laughs> um, they tell Linus, stay put, we'll be back. And Matt Damon, being the tardy is... Yeah, he can't stand being in the van with those two because no. they're fucking fighting all the time. Yeah. So know? he goes in right as they're coming out with the yeah. thing. And Essentially just screws the pooch. Pretty much, yeah. Tips off security, whatever. So they have to make a hasty getaway and fucking Yen ends up fucking smashing his hand in the door. Yep, which that could be a problem. Yeah, because he's the he's grease the man. acrobatics guy, yeah. So, um, uh, After this, Danny gets red flagged. Basically that means, you know, if they see you come in this casino, you're going to have fucking thugs. Yeah, and security's going to be watching you at all fucking times. Yeah, so um, Rusty says, you're out, you can't do this. We can't have this going on, you know. Yeah. You're too much of a liability. So Linus agrees to like take over after this. Yeah, which Linus is the new guy. Yeah, he's kind of like doesn't know what he's doing fully. Yeah, he's like the small time criminal. And you know he's trying to make mommy and daddy proud, who are both criminals too. Yeah, <laughs> bad people. Yeah. Um. So they, it's the fight night now. Which is this the night? Yeah, they're gonna start the heist here soon. This briefcase that Saul, uh, was dropping off arrives. Yeah. They take it and down. It has the jewels in it that Basher was making. Okay, yep. They take it down to the vault, and they got to leave it and watch on a monitor now. Yeah, because no one's allowed inside the vault. Yeah. But somebody is inside the vault. Yeah. Did we see him get loaded up yet? Uh, oh, yeah. I think so. Plan nope, goes into action. Yep. They load up the snitch, and they take that. Snitch? The uh, switch. Was it snitch or pinch? Pinch. I don't yeah. know why I wrote snitch. Oh. Pinch. <laughs> Thinking about Harry Potter? Huh? Maybe. Golden snitch. Golden snitch, maybe. I don't know. Um, they take that out to the outskirts, or Basher does, and then uh, this is where Yen gets ready. He literally, like, contorts his body into this money cart. Yeah, it gets, like, super tiny and, like, squeezes into it. Yep. And uh, they have They the showed this earlier, so he was in the practice vault. He was practicing on how to get out and yeah. avoid the lasers he does like super mega backflips and shit yeah um he gets in there and basically Saul follows his briefcase to like their central security station and uh follows it this is as far as we can take him and the briefcase will be safe here and they walk it into the vault when he watches on a camera oh he almost gets sold out in this part too Saul does Oh, yeah. one of his buddies from is like, hey, Saul, remember me? Yeah, and he's like, I'm another old Jewish guy. (laughs) (laughs) I don't fucking know you. Yeah. Bye. Um, This is where Linus uh, steals Benedict. He's on his way to meet Tess, and Linus kind of snakes him away. So Danny goes after Tess, and he's instantly, um, Linus gets Frank in trouble. Because Linus pretends to be like a gaming commission guy. Oh, yeah. And he says, we have uh, an issue. This man here is someone not who he says he is. Yeah. So they go get Frank in trouble. And this is how he swipes 
Benedict's uh, security card. Yeah. A little sleight of hand. They bring pocket. Frank back into the room, and they're starting interrogating him and shit. And yep. Linus yeah. is all like, you know, he, this is who he is, blah, blah, blah. He can't be here. And then, like, I think he, what does he make? Some, something that's not racist, but Frank's yeah. like making it racist, you know? Yeah. And things start to get heated, and as Benedict comes forward, he kind of, like, reaches and yeah, swipes the card. Yeah, does that old pickpocket thing. Yep. Pretty good. But uh, Danny's going after Tess, and this is where he gets caught by these two goons, thugs, whatever you want to call them. Roughnecks. Just, no. No? Goons, thugs. Goons, thugs, yeah. So Frank gets kicked out of the hotel at this point, and the thugs hold Danny for what looks like Benedict. I'm thinking they're holding him for Terry to come. But they hand him off to this bigger thug. Yeah, his name was Bruiser. I didn't catch his name. Okay. I don't think they ever said it, but in the credits or whatever is credited as bruiser okay that'll help um so the bruiser takes him inside this room we'll get back to him in a yeah. minute um asian dude's in the vault now but this briefcase is on top of the cart he's in yeah and if that briefcase falls on the ground when he gets out like it's gonna set off all the alarms yeah. everything goes to shit so there's like lasers or like infrared shit on the floor yeah, yeah. just so, on the floor yeah which i don't understand that yeah. Why not have lasers throughout the entire fucking have room? Have you not seen Mission Impossible? They obviously just come through the fucking ceiling and just hover above the ground, so. Um. But yeah. So that could be a problem. We go back to the big thug. He's kind of working with Danny. He's actually, like, in on it. He's not... He, like, punches Danny, and Danny's like, Oh, come on, man, not, not till, yet. Not yet. So. So he helps him into the vents, and Danny takes off to do something Mm -hmm. we really don't know at this point right we cut over to Saul he's watching his uh, briefcase and he kind of collapses yeah he's not feeling good at all right so he collapses Uh, Linus disappears after this and this is where they start to hack the security cameras Um, and where Linus disappeared to he runs into Danny in the elevator right yeah and Danny kind of says you didn't think I was going to sit this one out did you (laughs) so he helps him up through the elevator shaft they call a doctor for Saul. It's Rusty. Yeah, it's Rusty in, like, and, disguise. Yep. And Virgil and Turk are there, too, as, like, paramedics. So he dies. Quote, unquote, dies. Yeah. And Danny and Linus get into position. So, like, this is all happening all at once. So if we sound like we're back and forth. Tons forward, of shit happens. Yes. It's, it's kind of hard to keep track of it all, but yep. we're jumping a lot. Yeah. So And then we cut back to Basher. He's prepping the, I wrote down snitch again, the pinch. Yeah, it's a pinch. He's got it prepped. The fight starts, and he he's, like, scared, and he, like, sets off the pinch and, yeah. like, blows up this fucking van. Yeah, Something which cool. essentially shuts down the entire city. Yeah, so, and that even includes shutting down the fight, so. Yeah, and uh, everybody kind of goes fucking ape shit at this point. Yep, but it sets this, sets this pinch, everything goes back, and then it comes back after, like, 30 seconds. Yeah, just enough time for Danny and Linus to go down the elevator shaft full of lasers. Yep, that aren't there anymore, because yeah. there's no power, so. Um, and this is when Asian Dude comes out. His name's Yen, okay. Yen. I wrote down Asian Dude because I didn't catch his name. Yen, sorry. Yen, Yen is his name. He's um, in all three of these movies. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I not catch his name. <laughs> I got it in the next couple of ones. Yeah. But he comes out, he does, like, this backflip from the middle of the room to the cage on the outside of the room. Yeah. And, like, almost biffs it. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, it kind of had you on the edge of your seat for a second there. Um, Linus and Danny take out the two guards that are standing outside the vault. Yeah, they're guards. Oh, guards. Guards. <laughs> guards. Guards. 
they enter the vault, sort of, which is kind of like this twisty turnstile door. Yeah, the, like, pre-vault that goes yeah. into the regular vault. Yeah. And they kind of, like, knock on the door, wait for Yen to answer, and, uh... Yen's having a little bit of trouble. Because his hand's stuck. Yeah, he's got, uh, bandages on it from when he crushed it, so yep. it's stuck in the place it's not supposed to be right next to the bombs. Yeah. And they're trying to press the, uh, trigger for the bomb, but, uh... It's not working. Nope. And he's like, did you, did you remember to put batteries in it? And they go, oh, one fucking time, you know. Yeah. And thank God he forgot because Yen gets out by then. Yeah, finally gets out and hides. <laughs> and they blow the door and they come in and fucking Yen's like, "Where the fuck you been?" <laughs> <laughs> this dude does not speak English the whole movie, and no. that's like the first words he says: "Where the fuck you been?" And they start. Where the fuck you been? Where the fuck you been? <laughs> um, and they start loading up cash. Or I would assume so. Yeah, loading it up. Um, Rusty ends up calling Benedict next, and... Just to tell him he's being robbed. Yep. He says, oh, I'm the guy robbing your casino right now. So Rusty goes down to CSC. Um, and then they reset the cameras to show him what had happened, because they, like, hacked into the cameras and made it look like nothing was going on. Um, Rusty's like, yeah. I said bombs all over your, half of your money, mm-hmm. and you're gonna help me get the other half out. Yep. So... Have fun. Take, you yeah. can either... Take eighty million or lose it all. Which yeah. is one hundred sixty million. So, um, Rusty gives him a plan. There's going to be three guards that are going to load up six bags of money, take it out, and the SWAT team comes. And there's a van heading to the airport. You're going to load the money into that, take it to the airport. And the whole time he's making threats and shit. Yep. It's like I'm going to fucking kill you guys when I this is done. And Rusty's Rusty's just like, yeah, whatever, dude. Sure, sure you are. Yeah. And he hears the SWAT team come in, they take out a couple people, like, they can hear it over the radios. And then you hear a fucking badass explosion. Yeah. And then the bomb had detonated in the vault and just ruined all his cash. Yeah, fucked everything up. Yep. And his goons followed this van to the airport, they attacked the van. Um, Tell him who's in the van, Aaron. Nobody. Nobody's in the van. Nobody. But how is that possible? It was being driven by a robot. With a camera. Yeah. And Basher. Yeah. Yeah. So they set that off, and what was really in the van? A bunch of hooker cards. Yeah, a bunch of stripper flyers. Yep. Hooker cards. So Benedict actually goes down to check out his vault, um, and the SWAT team leaves. And in his vault, there's a blown up bunch of hooker, hooker cards. Hooker cards. So yeah, there's no cash there, no cash in the vault. But that means they got all the money and not even just half. Right. How did they do this? Well, they go to the video on the monitors, and all that was staged. In the pretend vault. In the pretend vault, yeah. And who was the SWAT team? I believe it was the crew, wasn't it? Yeah, it oh was my Rusty gosh, and the drivers. That is insane. So, yeah. Kind of a little twist there. Yeah. If you kind of neat. So, and they're just leaving with the money. So they got off scot free. Like just yeah. one SWAT team truck shows up, and everybody's like, "Oh, okay, the SWAT team's here. Everything's good, guys. That's it. Just one. Oh, must not be that big a deal." <laughs> so um, Benedict goes back to Danny. And the uh, he's in there getting his ass kicked by the thug bruiser. Yep. Um, and you're like, how? Because he was yeah. with them this whole time. And uh, Tess is up in her room, and she sees on TV Danny and talking to Benedict and shit. Yeah. And uh, he basically sells out Tess for his money back. Yeah. It's like, which is shitty. Yeah. What a piece of shit. Fucker. At this point, Tess kind of wants to be back with Danny. Yeah. So she like runs down to like see him getting towed away by the cops. Yep. And she runs into, or she run? no, does she say bye to him first as he gets thrown in the cop car? And then yeah. goes to Benedict? Well, no, she, 
passes Benedict on the way, and okay. she's like, Every, you should know that, you know, everyone Someone's see, always yeah. someone watching, because that was his thing. He's like, there's yeah. always someone watching. That's why he doesn't kiss his girlfriend, <laughs> even in private. Fucking weirdo. It's fucking weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, uh... SWAT truck parks, crew walks free. Yeah, everything's yeah. good. $160 million richer. Um, yeah, Tess ends up finding Danny in the back of the cruiser. He's arrested. Um, now she wants him back. Yeah. Obviously because he's fucking loaded now. Yeah, no shit. He's like, oh, you got all that money, right? Yeah. Uh, so I wrote down, gold digger. <laughs> <laughs> we should get so, back together. Yeah. <laughs> I've had a change of heart. Heart. Quote, unquote. Yep. Three to six months later, Danny's released from prison again. He, not for robbing the casino, just for violating his probation. Yeah. So, because they're back in Jersey. Um, Rusty picks him up, and Tess is with him, too. Yeah, and they're being followed by Benedict's goons. Yep. Forever, apparently. Yeah, and that's just kind of where we leave. Yeah, then it ends. Yeah, Ocean's Eleven. That's that. That is Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. I guess I'm going to start with this one. I guess so. Take her away. Yeah, this was a... This is a good flick. I enjoyed it. It didn't hold up as much as it did back in the day for me. Because I'd seen this one once before. Mm-hmm. And, you know, going back, it was not bad, but I kind of knew what was going to happen, so. Yeah. A little bit of letdown there. It's kind of hard to rewatch these movies. Music's not bad. Acting's good. It's a good, like, heist, of course, because that's yeah. what it is. Mm-hmm. So, um, I ended up going with a uh, 7 out of 10 on this seven? one. 7? Yeah. Oh. That's fair enough. Can't complain with that too much. So, um, I'm actually not too far off from you. It, it's funny. It's got a good, you know, mix of like little jokes here and there. It's the the heist sequences are really good. It's such what you want to see out of a heist movie with the, that little twist at the end. That was kind of neat. Some of the shots in here were just beautiful. I did love that car shot where they got the camera shot. like hooked yeah. up to the back. It's just beautiful. Mm-hmm. And some of the cuts and stuff are really nice. It has a good soundtrack. It does. Um, this, I mean, I know we hadn't mentioned it yet, but this is actually supposed to be a remake or a oh yeah, it's a remake of a reboot them. or a Rat Pack movie of the yeah, same name. The original. Yeah, I have not seen that, so I don't know how similar this is to it or not. But I mean, the fact that they incorporated the old like '60s big band music type into it was well, kind of nice. Vegas too. I mean, that whole yeah style. Is so there. they really did a, a lot of the, a lot of that stuff good, but uh, yeah, it is a really good flick. It's definitely worth checking out. I'm gonna give it an eight out of ten actually. Yeah. So I really okay. enjoyed it. So. I think we got a couple pieces of trivia here. Oh, but first, let's say uh, IMDb gave it a seven point eight out of ten, so almost an eight. And Rotten Tomatoes gave it an eighty-two percent. It is certified wow. fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, eighty percent audience score. That's impressive. So, yeah. Yeah, this one is well liked by a lot of people. Apparently, so, and it, it, it's kind of hard not to like it with such a big name cast. Yeah, and it's only going to get bigger from there. So, yep, yep. So, um, just a couple bits of trivia on this one here. Um, the cast did gamble during their off hours, obviously being in Vegas. You know why not? Um, but there's a disagreement between who won the most. Clooney says Damon. Damon says Brad Pitt. But the biggest thing is Clooney did manage to lose 25 hands of blackjack in a row. That is impressive yeah. and almost statistically impossible. <laughs> um, and Matt Damon's part, as Linus Caldwell, the pickpocket, was meant for Mark Wahlberg. Oh, my God. That would have been so much better. Yep. You want to know what he turned it down to to play? Please say it was like Planet of the Apes or yep. something. Fuck Planet yes. of the Apes. Yep. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> so, congrats on that, Mark Wahlberg. I think you went with the right one there. Yeah. Probably not. No, so. no, no, you got that one. That was, that was perfect. Planet of the Apes was... I, a lot of people shit on that one. I liked it. 2001 <laughs> Planet of the Apes. 
I, I haven't watched it all. Really? Did I ever tell you about that? I got a thing in the mail that had my address oh, on it. Oh, yeah. That's right. But it wasn't just Planet of the Apes, the like, <laughs> deluxe edition. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I didn't ever order this, but I'll take it. Hmm. It's so. it's not too terrible, honestly. So. Yeah. Well, but watch it for the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> might, might choose it for a future episode here. So. Yeah. But yeah, we are going to take a quick break here, I think. Yeah. Let's we'll all wrap up uh, Ocean's Eleven and... Uh, Get ready to start with Oceans 12. Oceans 12, oh my goodness. A quick right. break and we'll be right back. Alrighty. And welcome back to the B-side, B-side, B-side. B-side? Are we gonna part have two. S- oh, everybody's like, are we going to have a C-side also? Yeah, we'll call B part two or, or A, B. A, B. Or O negative, I don't know. A A point two. <laughs> so, so yeah, this is this is our part two of our trilogy spectacular. Our third third annual, not annual, third. <laughs> Just third yeah. trilogy spectacular. I don't know what every ten is. So. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot what I was going with that. Why don't you just go? Well, just go. let's just say it's the trilogy spectacular, and this next movie is pretty less than spectacular. So, Very less. Um, we're not going to probably spend <laughs> too much time on it just because it's not really worth it. But no, I'm going to get into every little detail about okay. this. Okay. All right. <laughs> really, the brass tack of what's going <laughs> okay. on here. <laughs> um, well, just take a wild guess since we did Ocean's Eleven. So this is clearly Planet of the Apes? Yep. <laughs> Bingo. With no. Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> no. The next movie up in this trilogy is 2004's Ocean's 12, directed once again by Steven Soderbergh. Starring and the same cast. Yeah. With a couple more. Yeah. Because it's Ocean's 12. Gotta have a 12. <laughs> so. <laughs> so the only difference is Catherine Zeta-Jones. Catherine Zeta-Jones is in it, and we get introduced to a villain, another villain. Yeah. And we'll get to him. I don't know his name offhand, Me but either. I, I mean, will find it. I just know his... Uh, so. Crook name um, is the Night Fox. Yeah, we'll get to Anyways. So yeah, this uh, takes place. Opening scene is Rome three and a half years ago. From when? I don't fucking know. Yeah. I'm assuming it's maybe... Bef- From the end of this first yeah, movie? Yeah, they or don't specify that. Because if it's three and a half years ago, then it's probably right after they did that heist. Because this is 2004, Ocean's Eleven was 2001. So if it's really if it's three and a half years ago from like when they released these movies, it's yeah, obviously no, it, after it. But they don't specify. Anyways, Rusty's getting home. Yeah, he's coming home to a chick. Isabel. <laughs> his, uh, his chick, Isabel, uh, played by Catherine Zeta-Jones. She's like a... A cop. Yeah. Or a detective. Detective, investigator. She's investigating a crime that, uh, pretty sure he committed. Yeah. Yep, she's, she's like, well, we got a boot print, and, you know, the left side's a little bit lower, and he, like... And then grabs his boots. His and, boot. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, he, uh, is like, yeah, I'm just gonna go take a shower, hon, I'll be right back, and just fucking Immediately bolts. jumps out the yep. window. <laughs> He's like, a peace, bitch. Um, and then we like, go... I never really loved you! <laughs> <laughs> And then we flash forward to Connecticut, three and a half weeks ago. And this is where Danny Ocean, a.k.a. Diaz. Uh, him yeah, some bogus name yeah. that he's opening a retirement account with. Yeah, Him and Tess are back together. This is their Of course, that ended with them getting back together, the first one. This is their anniversary. Their, their second, second, third, third anniversary. anniversary. <laughs> mm, so romantic. Mm, um, Tess is essentially a stay-at-home artist now. Yeah. 
And what does he do? He's retired. Oh yeah, yeah, he's, just he's he's what was he? He's a retired uh, gym teacher or something. Yeah, high school basketball. High school basketball coach. Yeah, or something like that. But anyways, he's out picking up flowers and shit for their anniversary dinner. And who shows up at their house? Terry. Terry Benedict. Terry Benedict. And he's looking for Danny. Yeah, and this is of course bad. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just making sure. Huh? He wants his money back. All of it yep. plus interest. Which would come to about what 198 million. 193. Like yeah, something like that. Plus some change. Yeah. Know. So we go over to Utah. We meet Virgil and Turk again. They're at like a wedding at like a fucking hibachi grill or some shit. It's uh, isn't it Turk's wedding or Virgil's wedding? Virgil's wedding. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, who shows up? Benedict. Yeah. So we go back to Miami where we see Yen. Living the fucking high life. Yeah, with some, like, super hot bitchy chick. Booze and hotties, yep. Who finds him? Benedict! Uh, this entire scene is just meet the gang in reverse. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's like Terry going yep. from place to place, like, being like, I'm yeah. gonna kill ya. Yep. We go to Jersey, we find Frank, he's got a nail salon. We go to London, Basher has a record studio. Chicago, Linus is there, yep. Fucking Benedict's <laughs> there. New York, Saul is getting a suit made, meets with him. Livingston's in New Orleans. Wait, was Saul... Saul wasn't getting a suit, man. I thought he was. No, he was, uh, his card got rejected. Oh, that's right, yeah. Yeah, that's right. And he that's right. pulls out another one, he's like, oh, no, your banker said you'd get it, and yep. it's Terry. It's Terry, <laughs> yeah. Um, in New Orleans, Livingston is, like, trying to be, like, some comedian or something at a nightclub. Worst fucking comedian yeah, ever. Yeah, it's... He's dressed as a fucking matador. Yeah, it's awkward like as fuck. Um, then go to Vegas, Ruben is getting his fortune read, and Terry shows up, and, uh... We go to Hollywood. Rusty's again meeting up with Topher Grace. Yeah, in a hotel. In his hotel. Topher's having like a huge breakdown. Yeah. He's Something's like, oh, wrong quit with the him. show and fucking, which was that 70s show. Yep. And it's just bad news. So, uh. And then, uh, Rusty gets a call from Terry. And he, like, walks outside looking around for him. And yeah. he's his, like, well, you know, you're probably heading out to your favorite car. And then, but when you hit the ignition, then he blows it up yep. from remote. Yeah, blows up his car, so... Terry means fucking business, basically. Yeah, he says they got two weeks, or they're all gonna fucking die. Yep. So, obviously, the crew gets back together. Saul um, instantly is like, I'm too old for this shit. Yeah, I'm out. Fuck yep. it. Pulls a fucking Murtaugh, I'm too old yeah, for this shit. I'm gonna be, uh... I'm gonna die with, like, a bounce check or something. Yeah. <laughs> I want the last check I write to bounce. Later. So, they yeah, need... Everybody owns at least... at The very lowest was, like, seven million. Yeah. Well... Extra. Um, Right? Or I thought Livingston had pretty much, like, blazed through his. No, Livingston was, uh, almost didn't spend any. Because he said he was living with his parents. Oh, remember? yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right, yeah. So, uh, basically... Who was a fucking rusty with, like, 25 on top of, like, right. the 17 that Because he, he invested in casinos yeah. and shit, so... Um, they need to find a job to pay Benedict back. So, they don't die, but they're... Cannot yeah. do anything in They're the states. They're too hot for yeah. the states, so they got to go somewhere else. So they had to Amsterdam. Yeah, Amsterdam. That's right. So, um, on the plane though, Linus is like, "I want to be more involved," which I was kind of upset because they went to Amsterdam. Not once did they show smoking weed nope. or red light district. Nope. Nothing. Nope. This was back in like what two thousand four. Two thousand four. Euro trip. It probably just came out too. Yeah, this so. is like a central. Yeah, you needed to show that. So, um. He's kind of, Rusty's kind of like, yeah, sure, we'll let you get more involved, no problem. So, um, Rusty immediately finds Isabel, she's at a funeral, 
the cop that he left yep. three and a half years ago. Yep, and he's just kind of like following her around her house and shit. He was watching like her a from fucking afar. creeper. Yeah, really, like really bad creeper. And they keep showing Probably like masturbating in the bushes, just <laughs> fucking stealing pieces of her he was hair eating from an the ice brush cream when she's cone, not right? home. He's eating an ice cream cone at one point, right? Probably having sex with it. <laughs> just fucking weird. <laughs> There's a lot they didn't show, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, it's like, because, like, he goes home, and you can see right in her window, and he's probably like, yes. Yeah. Yes. Like I said, he probably broke into her house when she wasn't there and stole some hair and made a little doll probably. of it. Rubbed his balls on her toothbrush or something. You know? Taped a picture of her <laughs> face on it. You've <laughs> <laughs> been way too much thought into this. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. So they keep putting flashes up about how many days left they have. So now we're at 11 days left. Um, Rusty, Danny, and Linus go to meet with this contact, Matt Sui. He's going to give him a job. Yeah. Um, while they're there, they speak in code the entire time. Oh, I don't know. Hold on. I don't know if this is before it or after it or during it. No, it was during their, like, conversation. Because mm. the dude says something, and then they laugh. Yeah. I fucking hate Brad Pitt's fake-ass laugh. Oh, I know, right? It is so fucking annoying. Oh, they're, all their fake laughs were bad. His in particular. Yeah. I've heard, it reminded me of, uh, from Fight Club. When he laughs in that. Oh, when he's getting his ass same. kicked? Yeah. Yeah. It's just so bad. It is. It's like, that's not a real laugh. Right. Because you know you're he's faking like, <laughs> 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 I feel like you should be going like, laugh, 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 laugh. Chuckle, chuckle. Guffaw, <laughs> Chortle, guffaw. Chortle. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. But the thing is, Linus has no idea what the fuck they're saying. Yeah, they're making up like random ass fucking comments. And so when it comes to ask him something, he like spouts off what I'm like thinking a is a or poem or some yeah. shit. And they go outside and they're like, what What did I say? What did I wrong? What did I say wrong? You right. called his niece a whore. Yeah, a oh, cheap one. Come on. She's <laughs> only seven years old. <laughs> that was kind of funny. Yeah. Um, so they're like, you just stay the fuck out here. We'll get this. So anyways, Danny and uh, Rusty obviously get the job, whatever. Yeah, and the Mark is a like, antique collector yeah, who never comes out of his house. Yeah, he's totally got recluse. agoraphobia or whatever. So so he's got this nice-ass house with all these priceless antiques that he just sits in with all day. Yeah. Pops some Ambien and passes out, you know, when he's ready to sleep. So um, what they're after is the first ever stock certificate. Is that from, what they're after? Yeah. Yeah, I blacked out at this point. <laughs> It All I got written down is, like, they're talking a lot about how they're going to do it. Yeah, like, you're gonna just going to hear us rec- recap them talking a lot, because that's basically what 90% of this movie is, yeah. just them talking. And they always have to talk like this. Yeah, they got to talk really low. got to talk really low. Somebody might be watching. Yeah. In, like, our private house. Yeah. They're in, like, so a room in a hotel or some shit. Frankly, this movie is boring. I'm going to say it right now. This yeah. is boring. But but then they did some underwater shit. Yeah. Which they didn't explain at all. No. Nope. They're just like, oh, and, and I want to know underwater. where they got those from. Yeah. Because uh, basically what they needed to do is, um, it, this house is super secure. They got to find a way to, like, disarm the, the yeah. code or whatever. There's, like, but no way to get in. There's no Security sight line. system's, like, insane. No sight line. Yep. Um, so what do they do? They go underneath and, like, lift the house so they can yeah. get a sight line. Where the fuck they got these 27, like, underwater lifts from? And why is there a bunch of water underneath the house? It's Amsterdam. So well, there know, is a lot of rivers there, but still. It's just fucking weird. Who builds, like, a huge-ass fucking complex on Right. A- like, for a second there, I thought, like, wait, we're in Amsterdam, right? Not Venice. Yeah. Venice is nowhere near this, right? It's in I, Italy. I mean... Amsterdam is not near Italy, is it? Not really. I we'll mean, have to look it up. I mean, they're they're in Europe, obviously, but I didn't think they're like yeah. neighbors. 
Not so. in Neighbors, for sure. Because Amsterdam's in the Netherlands, right? Yeah, it's more north. That's what I thought. I thought there's like a whole sea that separates them. Maybe. I'm not too good on geography. I'm trying to think, like the fucking Caspian Sea or some bullshit separates. I'm probably just spouting off. Yeah, some bullshit. Black Sea. Yeah, Black Sea. Anyways, yeah. moving on. Water. <laughs> Stuff. <laughs> um, so yeah, they lift the house so they can get a sight line. And, um, then we cut to like Europol. Yep. Which is where... Um, this scene is so fucking Isabel long works. and boring. It pissed me off. Well, it plays into the story though. Because she's talking about all these past thieves. Right? Right. Like the most famous ones. And then the most famous one that they haven't caught yet, which was the uh, Night Fox. Night Fox. And then there was, remember, Lamarck and Night Fox were like the two most famous thieves. Yeah. And Lamarck was Night Fox's mentor. Yeah. So he taught him everything he knew. Or Some dude comes in, whispers to her, and she's like, what? Yep. And apparently they did the job without showing any of it. Yep. Which pissed me off. I'm yeah. like, that's the whole point of these movies. You want to see the heist. So That's what I wrote down was, they did job, question mark, question mark. Right? <laughs> like, what so the fuck? we flash back to Isabel and Rusty meeting. Um, Which this whole scene was unnecessary. Right. This, this whole movie is unnecessary. <laughs> <laughs> it really was. Um, Isabel knows and she shows how they pulled it off. Basically, whoever pulled it off, they shot a fucking arrow into this line of sight. Yeah. Like right above where the control panel was. And then they slid like a fake control panel over it. They like pressed the buttons. Yep. And then they snuck in. And when they went to take what this stock certificate... It's gone. Every hour on the hour. It's gone. The stock's gone. So all that was left was this little fox figurine. Yeah, from the night fox. From the night fox. He'd already been there. And he left a recording saying, hey, already been here. Yep, he set them up the bomb. So, um, and he tipped off Benedict, too. Yeah. So he's the one that told them, you know, pay Terry, these are the guys who stole your money. Yeah, here's where they all are. Go find them. Yep. Blah, 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 so on and so forth. Yeah. So the cops pick up Matsui, and they bring him in to question him, and he just doesn't break for these, like, two guys. Yeah. She goes in there, has fucking five seconds with him. Yeah, just whispers in his ear, and he's, like, defeated. And just defeated, <laughs> and breaks down, bawling, and he's, yeah. So I'm like, well, whatever the fuck she said to him. Yeah. They never allude to it either. Yeah, which is I kind of wish I would showed that. Or, I, bet you know. he, I bet she called his niece a whore. Yeah. A cheap one. <laughs> Your whole family's going to get raped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even your niece, who's a little fucking whore. She'll probably like it. <laughs> She's cheap. <laughs> she uh, she catches Frank and then finds Rusty at the yeah, hotel room. Yeah, she shows up at the hotel. Yep. He, like, opens the door, and she can clearly see that there's, like, five of them in there, and then shuts it instantly. Well, she only sees Ocean and Yen. Okay. Because that plays in later, too. Yeah. And then... He shuts, shuts the, the door, door immediately. <laughs> and then she opens it up, and he's like, hey... After yeah. he shovels everybody out yeah. of the room. So she clearly knew there's people in there. Yeah. So, But she can only ID two of them. Right. But now the cops are onto them, most likely. And she took Rusty's phone, too. Yeah, she stole it on the way out. Yeah, little bitch. She's a thief. You're no better than they are. Exactly. Well, yeah, her dad was bitch. a thief, apparently. Oh, yeah, that's right. They did they talk that, about so. that. Gee, I wonder what thief she, he was. Oh, hmm. let's fucking talk oh. about the movie and figure it out. He died, but his mom said, her mom said he died long ago. Anyways... <laughs> So, um, Danny, Rusty, and Yen have to leave this hostel, hotel disguise. Yeah, they put Yen in the bag. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and they disguise themselves as uh, the Arsenal soccer team, who yeah. just happened to be staying at the hotel, too. Mm, convenient. Yep. But, unfortunately, Yen winds up in Madrid, Spain, while they're um, at this train station in yeah. Paris. They don't really explain what's going on. Yeah, they don't. It's just all kind of like just them like, talking and having little quips at each other every now and then. Yeah. 
So, um, well, Ian is in a bag somewhere. The crew finds out who this Night Fox is, and they learn he was trained by Lamarck. Obviously, we yeah. mentioned that. Well, they have this whole, they're talking about him, and they're just going through him banging, like, multiple chicks. Yep. And that's, like, the entire fucking montage. He's pretty much the dude from the Dos Equis commercials. He looks like a knockoff fucking Matthew Lillard. Yeah, he does. It kind of bothered me. But his Because chari- at first I thought it was Matthew Lillard doing, like, a bad accent, but... Yeah, but his character is literally the dude from the Dos Equis commercials. The most interesting man in the world. Just they had the, That's what it reminded me of, because all the shit he is was it? doing. No. It's not the guy. It's okay. just his character is like that guy. Oh, like that guy, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. I'm trying to find out. It's like he's totally loaded, so he fucking just does shit. Yeah. Does whatever he wants, because he's really talented. And fucks supermodels left and right. So yeah, this actor's name is Vincent Castle. Probably nobody you know. I've recognized the face from other places, though. Yeah, I've seen him somewhere. Yeah. Um, anyways, they go to visit him. They know where he lives. So they go to Italy. To Do they meet him at his house? Yeah. Yeah. Because he wakes up one morning, and he's on his way out, and he notices that his paintings are missing. Oh, yeah. So Danny has a meeting with him. He's mad because Danny might be a better thief than he is. So he's like, I got a challenge. Yeah. See who the better one so is. I'm going to put your guys' lives at risk so mm. I can prove that I'm the best thief. Yeah. And if you beat me, I'll pay off your fucking debt to Benedict. Yeah, which is kind of a dick move. Yeah, but if you don't, you got to tell me I'm the best. So, if I lose, I pay you a shitload of money. If you lose, you just have to say a few words to me. Yeah, fair enough. Well, but you also die. Yeah, too. you're gonna die. <laughs> so, um, basically, they're gonna steal this super exotic, fancy Fabergé egg. Yep. Because apparently, those are worth a lot of money for some reason. I don't know why. It's this one in particular because I mean, it's like a royalty thing. I think. But I don't get what what's so. It's an egg. Oh, yeah, but it's made out of, like, fucking jewels and fucking... Why not just have a thing, just have jewels? Why do you gotta make it into an egg? I don't get it. It's a piece of art, you fucking <laughs> Neanderthal. What the fuck? So was a diamond like, why necklace. why do they put paint on fucking canvas? Why don't they no, just fucking leave it in a pile, that. brown it's muck? Like, why does it have to be an egg? That's what I don't get. Why the fuck not? I don't know. It's art. I guess. Jesus. It's just weird. I just because Fabergé eggs are like a thing. I don't know why 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 they're a thing. Yeah, why? Like, why couldn't it be like Fabergé teddy bear or something? Would that be any better? Maybe I don't know. A teddy bear you can't cuddle. That's really <laughs> fucking useless. <laughs> it you can when it's hot because there's so much ice on it. Get it? Diamonds ice. God, sometimes, dude. <laughs> <laughs> just honestly, sometimes. <laughs> that joke would have killed. That was fucking a joke. Livingston would have told. Probably. Yeah, probably. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on, because I'm a terrible comedian. Um, Isabel, she hears from a friend of Rusty. This. uh, Yeah, he calls up his phone, Nagel. Nagel. Who was played by Eddie Izzard. Oh, yeah, his name is Roman, right? Roman Roman Nagel. Nagel. Okay, gotcha. They have four days left, and uh, Yen finally shows back up. First words he says, The fuck you been? (laughs) (laughs) Same thing he said in the first one. It's like his thing. Yep. Um, Isabel's got a good feeling that they're going to be going after this egg. So yeah. she's, you know, hired extra security, whatever. She starts forging paperwork because she can't get her boss to, like, sign off and getting all the extra yep. help. So, you're no better than they are. Yeah, she's you're no better than they are. bitch. Yep. So they devise a plan, and it's basically minute by minute. Everybody's got to be somewhere yeah. at this, like, exact second. So Rusty's pal, Nagel, Roman, makes, like, this super exotic uh, holograph of the egg. That they're basically just going to yeah. do a fucking snatch and grab. Switcheroo. Yep. Well, they they called it something. They call all... They 
They use so many like <sighs> bogus ass fucking yeah like names for heist. Like yeah, they 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 I never. I thought about writing some of them down. They never explain like, what yeah. they are though. Yeah. It's like, let's do a you know, Betty Sue gets fingered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, we don't have enough people for that. Yeah. We're going to do a hunting rifle over here. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So, there's a... Uh, Linus is just kind of practicing... Wait. I skipped some time. Oh, yeah, she forges signatures. She has a meeting. She has a meeting unbeknownst to her with the Night Fox about yeah. the stolen paintings. Yeah, and he uh, gets her footage of the heist when they stole his paintings. Yeah. Which we didn't see. No. Um... But Linus has been practicing this egg swipe. How do they just gonna like swipe the egg and then put a thing on top of it for the hologram? So I think we skipped over how Rusty visited as a Isabel. He talks to her. Somewhere. Oh yeah, he pays her a visit. Yeah, wasn't important. No, but, no. Like I said, it's a lot of talking in this movie. It is. Yeah. So there's two days left. The museum is now on the lookout for the crew. They literally have their faces and everything. Um, mainly Danny and Rusty, but everybody else gets pinched. Yeah. Except for Linus, Basher, and, um, was it, uh, Turk. Turk, yeah. Yep. Um, so Linus pitches this idea, but they gotta include Tess. Yeah. They're missing one person. Number 12. Number fucking 12. 12. So, they convince her, and I wrote down, I know I've already said, but God, this one is so boring and slow. Yeah. I wrote, I wrote down at this point, but well, how she incorp- gets incorporated into the heist is kind of neat. It's just kind of funny. It's horrible, and I heard about this way before I saw the movie. Yeah, and it's kind of dumb, but at the same time, you're like, ha. yeah, because she looks very <laughs> similar to Julie, Julia Roberts. Yeah, because she is Julia, Julia Roberts. Roberts. <laughs> so, so she gets to play Julia Roberts, and they're gonna get her close to the egg and make yeah. the switch. And but they make her pregnant. Which I can't remember if she Julia was probably Roberts, pregnant at that time. I don't even know if she has. Oh yeah, she. Well, does she have kids? I don't fucking. I don't know, fucking know if she even has kids. Celebrity gossip. I thought for a second there. I thought Emma Roberts, but no, that's Eric Roberts' daughter. Yeah, people. Julia is her fucking mom. So there's some listeners out Anyways, there who know who she is. Well, yeah, I'm sure like we can get mail about it. <laughs> okay. If anyone wants to send us a message on fucking yeah. other kids, Aaron will read it and get a heart on out. <laughs> no, why the fuck would I get a heart on? That's gross. No, you're fucking you yeah. care about that shit. Well, I just don't know if she had kids or not so that's why I was wondering if... Didn't it, you read in when you're Us Weekly or... <laughs> I used to get Star Magazine, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Entertainment Weekly? Yeah, so you should know this. Us is below me. Right? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I only read highbrow shit like people. Okay? You'd only read it if Taylor Swift was in it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, they uh, sneak her into the or get her into a fancy hotel, and yeah. uh, who meets her there? Bruce Willis. Fucking Bruce Willis. Playing Bruce Willis. But yeah, and uh, he kind of basically knows that it's not her, but like yeah. really wants to prove him. And uh, just a long, drawn-out scene of them. You Very know, long and drawn-out. Yeah. They get her into the museum. Um, they take some pictures amongst a hell of a lot of fanfare. Take yeah. some pictures with the egg, and as they're about to... Snatch it. Snatch it. Long story mm. short, they all get caught. Yep. Because, uh... She... They sh- who, Isabel wants an autograph from her, and they're yeah. like, Oh, aren't you a lefty? And she's like, Oh, I am a lefty. I guess so. Oh, <laughs> dumb me. like, yeah, she is a lefty. Yeah, forget how to write. Dumb me. <laughs> so, uh, they get busted. They're all thrown in jail. Everybody pretty much gets reunited in the cell. Yeah. And this is when there's like a special investigator comes in yeah. saying, Oh, Isabel, you requested an Amsterdam question about your paperwork. Yeah, fucked up on paperwork. And she's like, Oh shit. So this chick 
questions Linus. Tries to get him to say, hey, we'll let you free. If you testify against your other buddies, yeah. you know, we'll let you walk free. We just need you to extradite you to the U.S. or whatever. So the cops haul them out. As they're, <laughs> as they're hauling them out. The worst fucking shots in the entire world? Yes, but everybody's in, like, fucking suits and fancy and looks so sophisticated. And then Yen comes out. And the fact that he's, like, five foot tall, and he's in cargo shorts and a polo, I'm like, he's a fucking 12-year-old little boy right there. <laughs> <laughs> he's not a criminal mastermind. Oh, wait, that's, yeah, that's Yen, okay. No, but they did the worst fucking shots of this. They did a zoom shot on every single yeah, fucking character that came out. From a weird angle yeah. on a rooftop. It was yeah. just so unnecessary. Yeah. <sighs> Whoever the DP was on this movie should be shot. <laughs> just fucking tarred, feathered, and fucking <laughs> dragged by a fucking car. <laughs> All right. It's a little extreme, but okay. You don't do that. You don't do that for every fucking no, character. Like we know they're there. Yeah. We know they're there. It's like I don't need a close-up shot that's fucking jarring to the senses. Yeah. So Over and fucking over and fucking over. God. So as they're hauling him away, um, this chick is with Linus. It's just so fucking annoying. <laughs> <laughs> it like, is. Seriously. We're moving on. Okay. Um, as they're being hauled away, this chick is with Linus talking to him. And yeah. just when you find out... Turns out... Ah, it's Linus's mother. Yeah, the crook mom. The crook mom. She's not really in fucking Interpol or whatever. Yeah. She's just bullshitting. He's all pissed because she told dad what he was doing. He's yeah. like, oh, you told dad? Come he's on. Gonna, he's going to talk about this for months. God yeah. damn it, mom. Seriously? Oh. So she basically just freed them all. Yeah. yeah. Um, Rusty tricks Isabel into meeting him at the airport and yeah. basically telling her, hey, your dad's alive. Yeah. You know, your mom lied to you. So... At which point she's okay with apparently dropping all of her life and career and going with him. Yep. And this point I wrote down, so do they have the egg or not? Yeah, they don't say that. Because, <laughs> like, we kind of just took a whole 180 and we're like, oh, we're going to go find out about her father. Totally forget yeah. that there's a bounty on their fucking head and they're going to die in two days. That's not important. No. Her dad is important. No. Daddy issues. So. Ooh, they did show a uh, bruiser from yep. the first movie comes in and. Acts yep. like a lawyer to get Frank out of prison. Yeah, a lawyer with some badass head tattoos. <laughs> fucking neck tattoos <laughs> yes. and shit. Um, and, yeah, this is where, as Night Fox pulls up to his house, they, it's brief, but they use that same camera shot from the back there. Yeah, it's yep. like one second long, yep. though. But it's still that they use it, so yeah. it was pretty cool. So Tess and Danny are waiting for him at his villa, and they meet him, and he tells them, tells them how he got the egg. Yeah. He's like, oh, I won, so fuck you guys. They're like, well, how'd you do it? So he tells him about how he, like, fucking broke dad, passed the he lasers and shit. some fucking sweet Brazilian dance fighting. I was like, is this breakdancing or capoeira, capoeira or yeah. whatever? Yeah, you know? So, um, and I'm pretty sure he caught at least one of them. There's no way. Like, it just looks so stupid. No, dude, it was, like, perfectly choreographed. Because <laughs> he can tell where random lasers are going to go. Yeah, it's... By the power of I al- I've always hated, like, when they shoot shots of, like, you people going through a laser field like that you can never clearly tell if they're passing him or not because there's so many like levels of lasers yeah it's you know it's kind of bullshit yeah. but yeah so yeah he basically that's how he did it he snuck in because their recon team the two brothers were fighting weren't paying attention yeah got past them so whatever um so they get done hearing that and then they're like okay well pay us our money yep like, no you don't understand you lost and like no nah, no he didn't then they cut back to six days earlier. Where Danny and Rusty met with Lamarck. Yeah. Who was his mentor. Still alive. Yep. Tells them where the real egg was being transported. Yeah. 
and it was in this fucking backpack on a train. Which so, I guess if you want to go without people knowing, that's the best way to do it. Yeah. But. So they all hop on the train, and Danny and stage of fight. Turk start stage a fight over the baseball caps they're wearing. One had yeah. a Red Sox hat, one had a Yankees hat. Stage of fight, and this is when uh, Linus switches bags. Man, that's simple. Yeah. That was the heist. That was the heist. Really? We need a whole fucking movie for that. For that. For ten minutes. So, woohoo, they won. In a train. Yeah. So Rusty and Isabel go to see her dad. And who is her dad? Lamarck. Lamarck. Of Didn't course. see that one yeah. fucking coming. Um, Benedict gets his money. Happy day. And Night Fox is just fucking lurking. Yeah, in the background. Yep. I, for so, I wanted to write down Nightwing so many times. Ruben was all like, yeah, if someone steals from you in the future, it's not going to be us. And yep. then they zoom to the back, and it's the fox in, like, yep. janitry. And, and oh, he's in Bellagio clothing, yeah. So yeah. you're like, oh, shit. No, not really. Yeah. But and Then the crew gets together, play cards, and uh, Isabella is apparently cool with crime now. <laughs> yeah, right? That's, that's the whole time I'm thinking, like, really? That you're just going to leave your cushy fucking Interpol job? Yeah, you had a whole life. <laughs> to come to this? And now you're going to... Ugh. So, and that's it. Yeah, and that's Ocean's 12. Why don't you take this one? I suppose I will. So, yeah, this one's boring. It's slow. There's really no action. It's a lot of talking. I was not impressed by it. Um, it's, a, it's a letdown. But there are some really pretty shots because, you know, obviously they're in, you know, fancy parts of Europe. Like, yeah. when his house, Night Fox's house is beautiful. Um, that's really about it. Um, I have written down a five, but I'm going to give it a four. <laughs> I just I, I I could not get into it. It was so just meh. Yeah. It's a letdown. Like the heist was literally that. Yeah. So simple. So that's it. Yeah. Five. A four out of ten. Oh, four out of ten. Yeah. Right. Um, with your original here, I got a five out of ten. Okay. Um, I mean, talking about it now, there's a lot of parts that are a little bit funnier. That's mm. the only thing that's keeping me from going to four, I guess. <laughs> okay. But it's definitely not exciting, and my biggest problem with it is there's no casino. Yeah. Like. You're in Europe. Go to fucking Monaco or something, you uh, know? It just seems like the series demands, like, a casino heist right. or a bank heist or something. Yeah. This was you're just, based on, you know, you're basing these movies off the Rat Pack, people yeah. who took, who were in Vegas. Yeah, that was the whole point of the original, mm-hmm. and this just kind of detracts from that. Yeah. And it's not exciting, like. Like we said, there's a lot of talking. It's yeah. <laughs> I mean, unless you really get in on just the yippity app. Yeah. <laughs> Which is it's still it's even yeah. then it's boring. So. Yeah. So I'm going. I'm going to stick at a five though. Cause stick at a five. I okay. definitely laughed when we were talking here. Yeah. So yeah I <laughs> that mean, holds it up for me. Maybe some tits would have helped. Oh yeah, they definitely. Would <laughs> <laughs> have popped it up. Like on. especially like during those scenes where Night Fox is showing all the chicks he banged. I mean, just yeah. just give us a little tit shot. Come I mean, on. If you're gonna have six supermodels in a fucking movie, right. at least show a titty. Yeah. Or a butt or something, you know. Yeah. Something. So yeah. Um, let's Almost see. Almost got an upskirt when Yen was uh, talking with his. Yeah, he girlfriend. did. Yeah. The two foot taller than him girlfriend yeah. <laughs> yeah so let's see here um imdb gives it a six or what'd they give it they didn't give it 6.5 6.5 uh-huh. and rotten tomatoes it's a splat 56 percent and a 60 percent audience score not so a splat not a splat oh my god <laughs> but yeah just a couple pieces of trivia here they're actually these are funny ones um the night fox's mansion is in lake como italy and the name of the city overlooking Lake Como is Bellagio. Huh. That kind of plays into the first movie. Boom. Yeah. So, 
Um, and this one is hilarious. Before filming began, Brad Pitt told everybody that was working on the movie to only refer to George Clooney as Danny Ocean or Mr. Ocean. And when Clooney found out about this, he got back at Pitt by putting bumper stickers on the back of his car that read, I'm gay and I vote, and small penis on board. <laughs> it's, it's a little bit overkill on the so retaliation. Yeah. <laughs> basically, don't get in a prank war with George Clooney. Yeah, He's he will murder you pretty vicious. So. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, that's going to wrap up Ocean's 12. Uh, we're going to take yeah, another small break. This one real quick. Yeah, and uh, we'll come back with Ocean's 13? Maybe. Maybe. That'd, that'd be the most logical. Yeah, one, it would so. be. So. Yeah, stay tuned. Okay. All right, everybody. Welcome back to the seaside. Seaside. Yeah, we'll call it the seaside. <laughs> that works. Point three, whatever. So, that's the third and thrilling finish to our third trilogy spectacular. Uh, trilogy spectacular. So we had Ocean's Eleven, and then Ocean's Twelve. And, and I bet this one's going to be Ocean's Thirteen. Not Joe Dirt. No. Are you no. sure? Yeah, but it's not Joe Dirt. Are you sure Joe Dirt is Contrary to popular belief, it's not Joe Dirt. Okay, I'm no. wrong here. I'm yep. in the wrong. Yep. I'll accept that. I just don't think and it's right. Oh, look at that. It is Ocean's 13. Yeah. <laughs> 2007's Ocean's 13, directed by Steven Soderbergh, starring George Clooney, Brad Pitt, Matt Everybody. Damon, every, every fucking buddy else. But also a couple new people. Yeah, and a couple less people. Yeah. Um, which is weird, but yeah. this also stars Al Pacino and Ellen Barkin. So, Wait, which one's Alan Barkin again? Uh, we'll get to her. Oh, okay, yeah. We'll get yeah. to her. So, um, starts off in Valencia, California. This uh, thief breaking into this vault at a mall. I'm assuming because he goes through a toy store to get there. Oh yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. It, it was kind of dark when I was watching it. Oh, and okay. it had some glare coming in the window. So I, didn't I assumed it. he was in a mall. All I remember seeing was like the mesh fucking X-ray non-existent yeah. fucking <laughs> thing that he used. <laughs> yeah. That, like, sees through everything, apparently. And uh, it's Rusty. He gets a phone call, answers it. Shackleford. He's like, yep. (laughs) Shasha. Shasha. (laughs) He's got to leave. So, like, leaves in the middle of a heist. Sorry, guys. Peace. Yeah. You got this, right? I'm out. (laughs) Um, He meets Danny on a plane. They're headed back to Vegas with Linus. Um, Poor Ruben is in the hospital. Yeah, he's not doing good. Not doing so good. And we kind of see why. Four weeks earlier. At first I thought it was just natural causes. Right. To be honest, but I was like, oh, yep, he's old and dying. Yep. But <laughs> nope. Four weeks earlier, Danny had met with him about Ruben. He's, like, changing his whole lifestyle. He's, like, working out. He's so worried about his legacy. Yeah. That it's not going to be good or whatever. So he's making a partnership with this uh, other guy, Willie Bank. Willie Bank. On this brand new hotel, casino the going, Midas. The Midas, yes. Going on the strip. Um, and this is a very, very over-tan Pacino. Yeah. Like, Trump would be jealous of this tan job. Yeah, it's not orange enough. It was pretty orange. Yeah, kind of. Compared to Elliot Gold, it was pretty fucking orange. Yeah. So, basically, they're in there, what's being built, and uh, we're talking about it. Huh? You know, it's all so good. And we finally, finally get a Sinatra reference here. Yeah. He was like, uh, yeah, we both shook hands with Sinatra. Yeah. I'm like, oh, finally, you know, yeah. Sinatra, hence being in the original Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. So, um, basically, Willie or Bank, we'll, we'll refer to him as, screws him out of this deal. I'm gonna call him Willie, just because you want to call him Bank. Right. Well, I wrote Bank's down Bank. I wrote down Bank too, but I'm gonna yeah, say Willie. True. So, all right, I'll try and say <laughs> Willie. So, 
basically screws him out of the deal, pushes him out of their partnership. Yeah. I don't know how he can do this legally. Mm. Well, he has muscle. Well, yeah, I mean, that kind He's of He's going to throw him off the roof. <laughs> that kind he of didn't. threaten him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but he tosses him a $10,000 chip for the casino. Yeah. And he changed the name. To the bank. The bank. Welcome to the bank. So, um, instantly, the crew finds out they want to kill him. Like, yeah, yeah, they're pissed. Yep. So, Danny goes to see Willie, bank, and kind of talk about it, talk it out. Willie's like, yep, nope. Yeah. Your, your friend's a schmuck. Sorry. Yeah. Let him die. He's a piece of shit. You're a piece of shit for coming here. I'm Willie Bank, bitches. <laughs> Pretty much. Tony Bank. <laughs> Willie Bank. Willie Bank. Suck my dick. So six months down the road, Danny and Rusty meet up with uh, Roman Nagel. Yep, they call Roman. him in. Yep. And they tell him about Bank's uh, new casino opening up. It's, you know, they're doing a soft opening right now, but they're going to be doing a grand opening here in a couple weeks or whatever. Yeah, and, and kind of give a rundown of everything. Yeah, they show, uh, we get introduced to Ellen, or no, is it Ellen Barkin's character? Abigail, at this point, where she fires the chick? Yeah, because she's yeah. put on four pounds. <laughs> put on four pounds, yep. Your arms look too fabby, yeah. can't have you here. Because they're not waitresses, they're... Models who serve. Yeah, models who serve, so... So she can be judged uh, on her looks. Yeah. So the biggest thing about this hotel, well, one of the big things about this hotel is he wins these diamond awards. Yeah, he's um, very happy about these. And each time he wins an award, he buys a diamond necklace. And he's does he buy them or does he get them? As no, a, he buys them. An award. He buys them because they say he literally has one pre-ordered for the next award he's going to win. Okay. So uh-huh. there's a. I'm going to be honest here. There's a lot of this that I just kind of zoned out. And, okay. So we'll I don't it. know why I enjoyed this one more. <laughs> but okay. It, for some reason, I was there's just a lot happened. A, yeah. a lot did happen. So. Um, so they're like, Roman's like, oh, you obviously want to go after the diamonds. And like, nah, we don't want the diamonds. Yeah, it'd be too difficult. No, they're too like difficult. in like a super fucking vault up yep. the stairs. And like nobody goes into this room. It's kind of dumb why he has this room that nobody ever goes in to display diamonds. Well, you got to have a place to jerk off. I guess. And jerking off a new glass container full of diamonds is yeah. everybody's dream. Splatterproof glass, you know. <laughs> have a jerk off cleaner that's in the room just comes over with a squeegee. There's no one allowed in the room. He cleans it up. He cleans himself. himself. Wow, that's classy. Dedication to the fucking yes. diamond. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, Rusty starts off. They they start going over the plan on what they want to do. Um, they basically want to get Ruben his fair share. Yeah. And you know stuff like that. So he finds out who's going to be reviewing this casino, and this poor guy. Oh, he this gets such guy. a raw into the fucking. This poor guy. Um. They meet with uh, this other guy, Danny Shields. He's going to help him rig the games so the house loses by, you know, rigging dice, anything else. Yeah, they're going as far as to go to Mexico to the plant where the dice are made yes. and, like, fucking get them so they're rigged. And I love this part of the movie, too. Yeah. We'll get into it more. But uh, they get a guy to help fix the slots. Basically, this just bum who does a lot of online gambling and now he's in debt. But he's super fucking smart. Yeah, he's a fucking kid, pretty much. Yeah. 30000 in debt, though. Yeah, he helps him rig... Uh, Set a program, the back door, and the slots. Um, Danny gets in with the pit boss, the head pit boss, who he catches pawning off some of the gold silverware. Yeah. This place is so fucking high class that the silverware is actually made of gold. Yeah, so uh, it kind of reminded me of the Godfather when he met him. Because he's like, well, what do you want me to do? He's like, you just go about your way, and when you know, we'll call upon you when needed. Which yeah. is like exactly from the Godfather. Almost. Kind of. Not like, verbatim. 
Yeah, he's like, well, we'll do this favor for you, but, you know, when we need you, you better be fucking ready. That's yeah. basically what he's saying, so. Yeah, like I said, not verbatim. Not verbatim, <laughs> but, yeah, but it's... Essentially the It same reminded thing. me a yeah. lot of it, yeah. Um, their only problem is with the security. There's a super high-tech new security system. The Greco. Greco. Um, it's pretty much impossible to break because it's all based off of, like... Body movements, temperature, body temperature. It essentially that. like reads everybody while they're winning, yeah, and tells if like it's an expected win or yeah, you know. And it's uh, the whole thing's like pressure sensitive. Like if it senses something might be going wrong, it goes into lockdown, yeah. and it's essentially AI. Yeah, like it mm-hmm. learns and it fucking yeah yeah it learns. That's all. <laughs> it's a learning security robot, pretty much, kind of like how. Yeah, it's <laughs> a supercomputer. Yeah, so. Um, what they're going to do is get a drill and simulate an earthquake in the casino so the security thing shuts down. Because, like I said, if it, if it feels itself moving so much, it'll shut down and go to lockdown. Yeah. So they need this. That only lasts like three minutes and 20 seconds, though. Yeah, because that's, you know, not that long of a time. Not what can happen in three minutes and 20 seconds. And Nagel, at this point, he's out. He's like, I can't fucking deal with that. Like, yeah. I went to school with the guy who built that, and, you know, mm-hmm. there's no way in hell it can be beat. Yep. Like, it's so. impossible. Good luck, guys. Which is funny because his name's Roman and the other guy's name is Greco. Greco. Roman. Ah, oh my god, I did not even catch that. They even bring it up. <laughs> yeah, they did. I totally forgot his first name was Roman. Yeah. Funny. Ha! <laughs> Sorry. Peeking, dude. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, Rusty comes in to the casino to speak with Bank in this, like, a uh, mountain man disguise. Yeah, uh, hippie disguise. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Like, hippie scientist. <laughs> Basically trying to sell him on quake insurance or whatever, earthquake insurance or something like well, that. Well, he just wants him to fucking close down the casino. That's oh, is that? He's okay. Like, he's like, yeah, there's a fault under this one fucking building. So oh. I thought he wanted to buy, like, insurance or something. No, because okay. he's like, you might want to, you know, shut down your casino because otherwise, you know, after the quake, the newspaper's going to read, you know, whose fault is it that all these people are dead. Yep, and you it's going to be a picture of you. So. Yeah. But he leaves this little seismograph thing in there that has a camera in it. So yeah. now the team's got surveillance in Banks' office. So, um, and uh, this is where I write down, we meet his, uh, again, meet his right hand, uh, Abigail Sponder, played by Ellen Barkin. Yep. Who is fucking hot. She is very good looking. For a MILF. Yeah. An older lady. Well, but if she's a MILF. Well, you know if cougar. she has kids. Yeah, well, you never know. But she's clearly an older woman, but she looks damn good. Damn good. So. Uh, Rusty and Danny get to work on this uh, room that the reviewer is going to be in, and they <laughs> sanitize it. Yeah, they're, mm. I don't know what the hell they're doing, but well, they got, they, like, biohazard shit. Well, <laughs> yeah. they put bed bugs in his bed, and they yeah. did some other shit, and they probably sprayed some jizz around there, wiped some poop on his pillow or something. Yeah. They, the, th- the thing is, is if you put bed bugs in a bed, yeah, like, that whole, whole hotel is fucked. Right. <laughs> There's no getting that out of there. <laughs> Like, so, you have to evacuate and bug bomb the entire fucking thing. That's true. I, Not just one room. I know someone who works in fucking uh, real estate. Mm-hmm. And they uh, are housing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and fucking, uh, every time they go to a hotel, that's the first thing they check before they even set their luggage down as bed bugs. Oh, wow. Because you cannot get that shit out. Oh, no. And it's fucking gross. Yeah. Well, they like, eat you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they fucking eat people. <laughs> that's what they do. Zombie bugs. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Saul starts to pretend to be this reviewer for the Five Diamond Award that, yeah. um, he poses as the Five Diamond Yep, which judge. Is, that's his job. He fakes being somebody, so, yeah. um, the reviewer's day is 
find the actual reviewer gets there, he's off to a great start. And banged into by the bellboys. Yeah. Gets up to his room, and they fan this disgusting smell into his room. Well, it was great because uh, Saul dropped, like, the fake five diamonds thing. And oh, yeah. the chick saw that. Mm-hmm. So she's like, okay, this is the VIP dude. And mm-hmm. they get him like his shit and send him upstairs and then the bellboys grab his luggage and bump into the actual real guy right <laughs> so like he's seeing all this like preferred treatment to what's supposed to be him you know right right and he doesn't know that yeah so it's great which is hilarious and he like you said he just gets so fucking beat up in this movie it's yeah. oh i feel so bad for the guy um but then we go down to mexico with virgil he's working at the dice factory in mexico and uh He's slowly starting to lead a revolution. Yeah, he starts a revolt. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, dude, just make the dice. Get but he's like, no, the working conditions down here are crap. They're not getting paid enough. Yeah. And we, we'll, we'll, go, we'll go back to that more. But um, we go back to the actual reviewer. Can't get a table at the restaurant, even though there's, like, tons open. At the restaurant he wants to go to. Yeah. So he goes. That's because uh, they're paying off the major D yep. essentially. So he goes to the sushi place or, or yep. Asian cuisine or whatever, yeah. and they poison him pretty much. Food poisoning. Yep. And uh, Livingston, they get him to like be a shuffle card shuffler technician. I believe so. Yeah, yeah and he's he's trying to figure out how to rig the cards and he's and not the shuffler. It. No, he's having big troubles. And we see here lurking in the background is Night Fox. Yeah. He's just kind of there. You see him a couple times. Yeah, I didn't really realize it until towards the end. Yeah, you're like, oh yeah, he was there. Like, yeah, yeah, that is him. That fucking guy. Matthew Little looking motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) um, Discount Matthew (laughs) Little. That's pretty bad. Yeah, that's you don't ever want to be referred to as that. Like, if there's a discount Matthew Lillard... (laughs) I'm pretty sure Matthew Lillard is the discount Matthew yeah, he's Lillard. He's not so. exactly an A star. Like so, <laughs> <laughs> this guy's the Matthew Lillard you'd find at the dig and save bin at the St. Vincent de Paul store. Digging out the fucking shirts covered in bed bugs. <laughs> yes. Speaking of bed bugs, uh, the reviewer goes back to his room, pukes his guts out. Yeah. And then he uh, goes to ch- check the rest of the room. And it is just fucking yep. a neon zone of fucking bed bugs. Shit. Yeah. Oh, the bed is just creepy, crawly, gross. You even get kind of... Yeah. Just kind of icky thinking about it. Um, Ruben is still back home. He's slowly recuperating, but he's just kind of laying in bed. He's kind of... What's the... Uh, not so much catatonic, but he's just kind of there. Doesn't really give a shit about anything. Yeah, he's not talking. No. Um, at, at this point, everything's kind of going wrong. The factory in Mexico is Yeah, offline. there's a huge revolution now. Their earthquake machine is fucked up. Yep. Um, Bash is in trouble because the drill broke. They need a new one. Um, but the only problem is it costs $36 million. <laughs> yeah. And they don't have that, so they only have $10 million. Linus has a plan, though. Let's uh, go talk to our old buddy, Terry Benedict. Yeah, get some capital there. Yeah. So he agrees to help him out with this because he doesn't like bank either. He's a piece of shit. Yeah, pieces of shit don't like each other. Yeah, he t- well, he takes a lot of his business from the Bellagio and stuff. So um, he's like, yeah, we'll do it, but I want you to steal the diamonds for me too. Yeah, which, okay, that whole, adds a whole other fucking... Yeah, so, all right, well, yeah, agreed. Um, Linus and Yen disguise themselves as the high roller and his, like, handler. Yen is the little high roller dude. Um, basically, this involves 
for Yen has to start sneaking in an elevator shaft for some reason, which this scene was fucking cool. I don't get why, though. I don't know though. why either, yeah. Well, no, he, okay, he set up the the timer for the bomb at the end. Okay. That's all that was. Right, that's where one of them... But yeah, it was kind of cool, like, seeing him sneak around the elevator shaft as they're, like, zooming by him. Super fast elevators. It's kind of cool. Super terrifying, but... Uh, and Linus has a big old fake nose. Yeah, he's got a big ass <laughs> fake nose, which is kind of funny. Um, this whole time, Ruben's been in bed. Basher's been sending him these letters. We never really see what he writes, except that one where he asks Linus to read it, and he yeah. starts reading it, and then just stops. He's like, "I'll just leave this here." I, was, I can't do this. So, because um, Linus is a bitch, apparently. Yep. Uh, Frank and Yen are watching this camera, and that they left in the office for Bank, and they kind of learn um, something. I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah I, I don't. I just wrote down they're watching camera. I don't <laughs> know what, what happens after it. I have uh, Danny and Rusty reminisce. Yep, that's the next one. Um, because they're crying and watching Oprah. Oh, did we get there yet? And that's what I have next. Rusty busts Danny, comes into the room, and he's like, "Are you, are you all right?" And he's like, "Yeah, it's just." What do you say? Oh, he's like, "Oh, I just bit into a pepper." And he. Oh no! I have Danny and Rusty reminisce. Then Reuben reads the letters, and then Rusty catches Danny watching Oprah. Okay. Oh, yeah, because I had Ruben right. Yeah, Ruben these bashing letters. Okay. So, yeah. All right, we're, we're there now. Yeah. So and they sent, before this, they sent Turk down to the Mexico to yep, straighten to things out. With Virgil, because Virgil's yeah. leading a revolution there. So, um, Night Fox is like, still lurking around in the back, so don't forget that he's there. Um, Rusty ends up sneaking into the security post, and he turns off the cameras so uh, the other guys can go into the vents. Uh, like Frank, Danny, and them can get in the vents to place the other charge for the diamond room. Okay. Um. And this is where Rusty goes onto the top of the casino and does like places some other things up there. We don't really know what they are. They don't it look like, like a charges. roll of tape. Yeah, they, he was screwing something into the top of this, and then oh, there's yeah. tape and stuff. Yeah. So yeah. Um. Oh, he bolted in the fucking eye, like catch. Yeah. And then fucking taped around it in a circle. Yeah, for some reason, but. They still are going to need to get into the room somehow. And this involves seducing Abigail. Yeah, and this sponsor. is where Linus is like, oh, I'm already doing that. Yep. <laughs> like, he's already going to bed this bitch. Yeah, okay. But uh, gets to that in a minute here. Um, they go back to the dice factory in Mexico. The revolution's over because all they wanted was like $36,000 to help pay the workers. Well, they wanted to uh, give them a f- pretty much a 50% raise, yeah. which only came out to $36,000 yeah. <laughs> in like, American money. Like, write a check. At first they were like, okay, 36000 for each employee. It's going to be around $7 million. <laughs> Like, no, 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 36 That's it? And Danny's like, write a check. Yeah. We'll post-date it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Livingston is like, still stuck with what he's doing, so he actually calls Roman for help. Nagel, yeah. Yeah. Begs him essentially on the phone to be yeah. like, "Hey, you should help me out." Yeah, and then we cut to Frank. He's at this casino convention. Casino convention. He's talking about this new game he's got, Casino Dominoes or whatever. Um, and he basically sweet talks Bank into getting his game. Well, he starts to, and Bank isn't having it. Yep. And then that's when Terry comes out, and he's like, "I'll take it from my casino and make yep. it the number one attraction." <laughs> yep. <laughs> Which obviously makes Bank be like, "No, fuck you, dude. This is my shit." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll put it on opening night in the front prime room. location. <laughs> yep. So that's their ticket in. Like Frank's in there now as a dealer, pretty much. So um, Sponder gives Bank this really fucking sick ass Samsung phone as a gift. Yeah. Gold plated with a fucking diamond on it. 
it's really it's, nice. Yeah, really nice. So, and then it's the grand opening. The dice arrive. The shuffler arrives. They oh, greet Ruben the pit looked boss. in high spirits. Yeah, after Ruben. reading all those letters. Yep. So whatever they said, they we never learned what he wrote, but it yeah. lifted Ruben's spirits somehow. A bunch of gay shit. Yep. Danny runs into to bank. He talks to him for a little while. Says, "I do you don't think I know you're probably trying to pull some shit." Basically, says he knows what he's up to. Kind of. Well, a lot of the high rollers had left, right? Yeah. And Danny. He brought him back. Yeah. I don't know how he got him to leave. For the sumo match. Or whatever. Well, oh. that was originally what they were going to do, was they were going to use whales to rob the that's bank. That's right. That's right. That's right. Okay. So they had all the whales leave, and, and all then, their high rollers left, and he's like, oh, shoot. And then he brings them all back for the sumo match. Bingo. That's what it was. I forgot about that part. So we come back to the reviewer. Poor dude. He's got, like, fucking bites all over him. He's just rough shape yeah and virgil and turk come up as like uh security and just basically tell him you need to get your shit out you're past yeah. your reservation time <laughs> and they're real fucking dick bags yeah, about it too 15 minutes 15 minutes pack your shit and get out yeah and then they shut the door and they run off somewhere and this is when linus begins his seduction of sponder he uses what's called the gilroy which is like a pheromone yeah he puts and on his neck. it just basically fucking makes her wet yeah, Instantly. She, her panties drop yep. immediately when she smells soaked. it. soaked. <laughs> She's like, can't even stand. Um, the, the the brothers, the Malloys, go down and place something in the control room. Um, then they go over and take over the drill for Basher so he can go do his job. Uh, and this is when the gaming commissioners and the FBI show up. Yeah. Like, oh, something's going on. They arrest Livingston. And they catch him like they're going to get his fingerprints and find out who he works with. And yep. That's why uh, Basher had to take off. Yep. Because Basher had to do another, like, hack. Uh, hack. So, um, well, no, he didn't hack. He had to run interference. Yeah. While, when the, he called it a cartwheel. Yeah. Well, so, uh, who was it? Virgil. Uh, Virgil. Yep. Yeah. Well, Linus is still working on Sponder. Uh, they blow the Malloy's charge, so all the machines go down. Yeah, right as down. they take Livingston though that's when Nagel comes in with the backup machines oh that's right that's right so that it was all planned okay you kind of know right there it's like oh okay (coughs) so what's up with this shit yeah (laughs) they had a backup in place so after this Linus is uh, like basically convinced Sponder like uh, well we can't fucking Yen's bed he would never allow it because there must be another room we could go basically saying take me to the diamond room yeah you know we'll be alone there um which works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the They run Livingston's prints, and they find all his known associates, and they're like, oh, send this to Mr. Bank. So as this information is being sent up to Bank... Um, That's when Basher comes in and yep. dressed as the stunt guy. Yep, because they got some sluts to seduce the actual stunt yeah, guy. took his costume. Steal his uniform. Um, so he comes in acting like the stunt guy, being like, you know, I want my money now and in yep. cash, trying to be like a hot shot and shit. Yeah. As this information is being uploaded to bank, Virgil's hacking in and changing the faces, changing the names and shit. Which is like the quickest Photoshop work oh, ever I know. done in fucking human history. <laughs> I just kind of wish there would have been a part in here where, like, the faces they changed him to were actually guests at the casino. <laughs> and they ended up finding him and robbing him. And, if, like, if they would have done that that fast, though, every single one of those pictures would have looked like fucking Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> just like someone yeah. else's fake-ass eyes superimposed over it with fucking yes. big ear coming out the side. <laughs> Does that guy have a pickle on his forehead? Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> so, yeah, uh, 
they get the hack. Nobody's found out yet. Everything's going good. Yeah. Uh, Rusty helps this one chick win a j- uh, jackpot on the <laughs> slots. He sets up the chick from Wisconsin to win. <laughs> the fat chick. Oh my God! I won! I won! She's clearly from the Midwest. Yes, she she's was. a bigger girl. <laughs> they said they brought in whales. I didn't think it'd be an actual whale. <laughs> oh, Hey-o. that's mean. That's horrible. <laughs> Coming um, from a fat guy. Yeah. So this is where they bring in the new dice, these loaded dice they made. Yep. And they're switching out the roulette balls too, so those are magnetized they, or loaded or yeah, something. Yeah, they do the pit boss thing. Yep. They talk to him and he puts down a ball for each roulette table. Yep. That's his job. <laughs> they uh, start the drill, so it looks like an earthquake. Um, what's his face? Uh, Bank runs down to the vault and sees that the uh, security starts going down when he's down there. Yeah. And they go on lockdown because somebody has a magnetron. Which is his super fancy new phone play. Yeah, suck it. So for three minutes and 20 seconds, everything Shakir is shut down. No. So everyone wins during this time. <laughs> They, they did this shot, which was really nice, where it's like just showing like the totals of yes. people as they're fucking winning, and Every, they're all in the hundreds of thousands. Hundreds of thousands, yes. It's a lot. So the drill starts again, sets off a, a big quake to get everybody out of there. Because yeah. nobody, because the biggest thing was like, people are going to win, and they're just going to want to play it back. Yeah. Like, so well, they got to get them out of there, so they yeah. leave, take the money with them. Yep. So they take everybody, make them leave, you know. That's basically what they wanted. They wanted... They didn't want to steal the money. They wanted him to lose. Yeah. And that's pretty much what happened. So there's a little afterquake even after they stopped the drill. But it does... Like a big-ass quake after they stopped the drill. They're (laughs) like, okay, you can stop the drill now. It's like, it's not going. Yeah, we have. So what do you mean you have? Don't fuck with me. So um, Linus and Sponder are pretty much getting busy. And I was hoping for some boobs here. They were pretty much hanging out God, at this point. God, I was just hoping for some, because she looks really good. And I was like, yeah. come on, Titty, come on, Titty. <laughs> come on, at least one. At, <laughs> at least, least one. one. <laughs> but unfortunately, we didn't, so boo, Mr. Soderberg. You son of a bitch. Right? <laughs> um, but they end up getting busted. The FBI comes in, rips off Linus's fake nose. Yeah. Basically, like, yeah, this guy's an imposter. He's, he seduces you know, older women. <laughs> yeah. And uh, as uh, they're leading Linus into the elevator... Closes the door, busts out of the handcuffs. Turns it's his out. fucking dad. It's his dad. Oh so my god! Second movie in a row where his one of his parents bailed him out. Yep. So, at least mommy and daddy were always there for him. Yeah. So, they uh, they get the diamonds, and they get up to the roof where they're gonna get chopper out. Yep. And Benedict's like, "Oh, you hear they're heading to the roof? Jump yeah. on it!" And it fucking night fox he's like gonna double cross him with night fox yeah so he pops out with a gun and this awesome ass jumpsuit that i swear to god from the far shot looked like fucking iron man was walking on the roof (laughs) really because it was in like red and gold and shit yeah it was yeah um he gets he takes the diamonds that linus had stolen from he'd swapped the diamonds out that's what they said yeah and he gives linus the diamonds that he swapped out or linus 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 gives him the diamonds yeah. yeah Um, and he just kind of fucking jumps, jumps away. off the roof. Yep. <laughs> like, he's got a parachute on. Tally-ho! Yeah. <laughs> and he's away with the diamonds, so. Danny finds Bank, talks some shit to him. He's like, oh, a rough night, man. 500 mil. Walked right out the door. And while this is happening, like, the helicopter that was out there, like, hooks up to the roof and fucking shit's going down at yep. that point. 
and all the little charges he set in the diamond room are starting to pop. Yep. And that tape was actually like fucking explosive tape. Yeah. And he never really swapped the diamonds out. Yeah. So. So all the real diamonds are still in that case. Yeah. So Linus and Basher get away with the real diamonds. They yank them out, and you're like, Fly <laughs> away. Fuck you, Night Fox. And yeah, they pretty much completed their heist. Yeah. And there's a really nice... That's literally what I wrote, heist complete. Yep. That's my last There's note. a nice scene here where they do let the fireworks off and they actually play a Sinatra song. Yeah. Uh, First this, time in the series, right? Yeah. I think it's called This Town. Yeah. Um, Which he's got several about different towns. Yep. One uh, about an amazing town. Yeah, New York. Yeah, no, not the yeah. one I'm thinking of. So. Then he has one shitty one about a town. Nah. Chicago? Nah. Yeah. Nah. Yeah, I'm pretty It's my sure. kind of town. Um, Shit, cargo. But it's a cool shot because it's like the fireworks, and then they pan over everybody's face as they're watching the fireworks. Really touching part where they give Ruben some acres to some land on the strip so yep. he can build a casino now. Um, they go. Danny goes to meet with Terry. Says, "Help! Here's the money. You know, we knew you were gonna fuck us over. That's why we, we donated do- your share to fucking yep, seventy-two some million dollars to charity, and." uh Terry ends up going on Oprah, because Oprah catches yeah. wind of it, and uh, they're all just watching him in the airport. And why did you donate $72 million to, like, this specific camp? Yeah, <laughs> like, it's just bullshitting his yeah. way through it, and it's kind of I like that scene a lot, actually. Yeah, it was funny, yeah. Like, <laughs> so, well, you could just gotta look at a kid's eye, and, you know, you know the you hope know, or the faith or some shit. in their, you know, eyes, and oh, The whole potatoes. time he's just like, fucking A. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um... So Danny and Linus and Rusty just kind of part ways there, and the poor reviewer just wants to get the fuck out of Vegas. Yeah, he's still stuck there. Yeah, because uh, his plane's been delayed yep. several times. So they tell him, "Go, maybe you should go play the slot machines. Maybe your luck will change." And Rusty starts putting coins in, and sets it up. And he's like, "He's like, maybe you should try this one. You know, yeah. might might bring you luck." So the guy puts a quarter in, and boom, reviewer wins eleven million yeah, bucks. Eleven million. Which the last scene is he's like, oh my god, I just won $11 million. And like a whole group of people just comes over and like, oh my god, congratulations. There's no fucking way that would happen. <laughs> nope. There's some scumbag that's going to be there that just is going to stab him in the gut yeah, and be like, I won $11 million. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, what are you wearing? See you in the parking lot, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> right? So, yep. And Rusty walks away and that's uh, where we end. Game, set, match. That's all three. That's all that's three. That's the Ocean's right. Trilogy. Yep. So I guess I got up to you. Yep. All right. Um, <clears throat> this one, uh, I came out uh, with a seven, I guess. Okay. It's a. Uh, it's definitely way better than the second one. Okay. <laughs> and it actually takes place in a casino, yes. and there's a lot more like exciting stuff happening as it's going along. Yes. It's not a lot of bullshit talking. It's more like the first one, but not you know. Not exactly. The first not one. exactly as twisty as the first one. Right. So I mean, you kind of see what's coming, but. It's good, and the soundtrack's good. Acting's on par, you know. So, yeah, I'm going 7 out of 10 for this one, so that's 19 total for my trilogy score. Okay. 7, 7, and 5. Yep, sure. No problem. Yeah. It wasn't any better or any worse than the first one, I think. No. But, all right, 19, that's still pretty respectable. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, it's definitely worth checking out. Um, I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. I wrote down no boobs. What the fuck? Yeah, would have got an extra point. Yeah, would have got an extra point for me. But yeah, I agree with you. It's it's way better than the second one. It actually has excitement, action. You, you're gonna laugh a lot more too. 
Um, those the scenes in the dice factory are fucking hilarious. Yeah, it's like this whole like, they story. Because they send Turk down there, and they're like, "Turk, how's it going?" He's like, "Oh, we're doing no sh- negotiations are going great. I gotta get back." As he's lighting a Molotov <laughs> cocktail, <laughs> throwing it in there. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it it's the the casino element of it. That's what the second one was missing. It was yeah. lacked, and this was so much more enticing, so much more fun. Um, and the fact Al Pacino's in it, he's my all-time favorite actor. Yeah, he does a and good the job fact as that he's being a complete douchebag. Yep, complete dick. He does a great job. So um, I'm going to stick on an 8 out of 10. I think that puts me at a 20. 20 out of 30. Did you have eight, a 7 eight, or a 10? 8.84. 8.84? Oh, yep. yeah. Yeah. 8.84 for it. So it's uh, it's definitely worth the watch, you know. I mean, the second one is just kind of meh. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. The, the, the other two, you don't necessarily need to have seen the other ones to even watch them. Yeah. Like, you could watch 13 without even seeing 12 and 11, and you'll be all right. I kind of... Well, there's a lot of characters from... The there's a lot of characters, but, I mean, the story itself, you know... Terry and uh, yeah. Fox, that wouldn't play if you didn't really know what was going on. Right. But, like, it just makes... This one made 12 seem so much more worthless, because what happened to Isabel? Yeah, there was that one scene in the very beginning of the movie where it's like, oh, where's fucking Tess and Isabel? He's like, yeah. this isn't their fight. Right. So they're not going to be in the entire movie. Yeah, because Tess wasn't even in this one either. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, so. Um, but yeah, definitely I, I would suggest checking them out if you ever get the chance. Yeah, so. it's definitely worth a watch. Um, and, and if you're going to watch them all, you might as well. Or if you're going to watch it, you might as well watch the second one. Right. So, And I do want to go back and check out the original one, too, just to see the similarities yeah. of it, too. So. Um, but yeah, that I think. Oh, let's see. What did uh, IMDb give it? IMDb gave Ocean's Thirteen a six point nine, and Rotten Tomatoes gave it a seventy percent and a seventy five percent audience score. So clearly agreed that the second one is the one that lacks in this series. Yeah. So, which is kind of. I'm glad they actually brought brought it back for a third one. It didn't just stop after the second one. Like, oh, it's crap. Yeah, I'm surprised they brought it back for a third one. Yeah. It just seems like a big risk in capital mm-hmm. to throw it into a but, I mean, project that sucked the second time around. That you bad. got these big stars. If they want to do it, they can do it. You know. Yeah. With the, you know, if they're putting up money for it, they're gonna make it. So, um, just a couple here, small facts about it. Um, there's a scene in here where Matt Damon's in London. He's on the phone. They actually shot that scene while he was also filming the Bourne Ultimatum. <laughs> they're like, "Hey, why not kill two birds with one stone?" Yeah, they just throw a fucking GoPro in front of him. <laughs> yeah. Maybe um, a 10-second scene. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and there's a scene uh, where Yen's character, he's pretending to be a Mr. Wang. He picks numbers for the roulette table. And what are those numbers? 11, 12, and 13. Oh. Oh. And he hits on number 13. That's that scene, super so. fucking clever. Gee, I wonder where they got those numbers from. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I think that is going to wrap it up for us today. I hope you enjoyed our third Trilogy Spectacular. Spectacular. It'll be Gavin's choice next time around for number 40. Fuck yeah, it will. So I'm anxiously looking forward to whatever we're going to watch there. It's going to be fucking awesome. And, uh, Guarantee it. Yeah, we might have to do something super spectacular for number 50, but we got a ways Maybe. to go to get there. But uh, We'll see. Yeah, we hope you all are enjoying listening to the show. Um, we encourage any feedback from you, you know, comments, questions, recommendations, whatever. Uh, hit us up. We are on Facebook, Movies from A to B, or MFAB Podcast. Uh, we're also on Twitter, at MFAB Podcast. And shoot us an email, mfabpodcast at gmail.com. And like always, you know, if you're on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you're getting this, please give us a five-star rating review. 
you know, let us know you're out there. I mean, I can't say it enough that that really helps us get noticed. Yeah. That way more people can hear our, you know, charming, sexy Beautiful voices. voices. Yeah. yeah. Like, subscribe, and share. That's yeah. all it is. And uh, hoping to get on some other markets here soon, too. We've had uh, questions about getting on Spotify and SoundCloud and stuff, too. So We're working on it. Slowly but surely we're working on it. But for those of you who have been listening, thank you. We enjoy your support, and we look forward for many more episodes. So Yeah, we're not stopping. No, not at all. This fucking train's rolling. Can't stop. Won't stop. Uh, uh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, with that being said, it is getting kind of late here, so I think we're going to wrap it up for today. Uh, signing off, as always, I'm Aaron. And I'm Gavin. And thanks for joining us. Bye. Bye. Next week on the MFAB Podcast, we play hoops with our hearts in love and basketball. And then we enjoy some sushi, sake, and death with Biozombie. So until next time... That's a wrap. Cut! <laughs>